What's happening, weirdos? This is one of my favorite people. This is Dan Van Kirk. Dan Van Kirk, who every time I see him, uh, when I do the Sklar Brothers podcast with him, or when I see him out doing stand-up for years and years, he is always, always, always not only good for a laugh, but one of the best yes-handers in the biz, and you're about to hear that in this podcast. We hit it off hard. He comes with great stories and great bits, and I enjoyed it so hard, so hard. If you want to see Dan Van, Daniel Van Kirk, he is on tour starting August 11th, which means it's already happening. It's happening now. He's on his Together Again tour. All cities are for one night only, so go to danielvankirk.com to see which city near you he's coming to and get those tickets early because of uh, Coco. A lot of the capacities are, are you know, capacity res- restrictions. I'm losing my mind. A lot of these capacities are, are, are capacity restrictions. You know what I'm saying. So they're going to sell out. So go to danielvankirk.com and go see the man live. He's fantastic. And if you like this show, uh, come see it live. Me and Val, tomorrow night at Largo with a special guest or guests. You don't know. We're doing a You Made It Weird, basically a We Made It Weird live at Largo on August 19th. Go to largo-la.com for tickets. Also, I'm going to be doing my Living at Largo, which is my stand-up show on September 9th. Also, Largo-LA.com for tickets. And September 3rd weekend, I'm going to be at the Brea Improv for one of the few weekends I'm doing. Uh, That's planned. That's it. Brea Improv. That's my whole calendar. Hope to see you at the Brea Improv for the September 3rd weekend with the incredible Laura Bites. And if you like this podcast and you want to show your support, so many of you do, and that means so much to me and to Val. Thank you for the support. Try one of the Pete's Picks. These are ads, yes, but these are ads for things that we absolutely actually use and absolutely actually love, like Everlane, the makers of some of the best clothing I've ever owned in my life and the easiest and best web shopping experience I've ever had in my life. And I love the transparency and the way that they're radically reinventing what it means to be a clothing company uh, in my life. Just to add it in my life at the end. We're all going on adventures these days. If you're me and Val, we're going to trampoline uh, zones with two children and bouncing about or going out and discovering new restaurants. Whatever. What I'm saying is you don't have to be running from a boulder to be going on an adventure. And whether you're exploring a new world in the pages of a book or trying out a, a new patio brunch spot, Everlane has premium essentials to outfit you in comfort. A perfect example, you guys know, I got... Both of my denim jackets from Everlane. I've never been able to find a denim jacket that was just the right mix of uh, soft but structured that fit me as advertised and is breaking in beautifully and perfectly. But even better than having a black and a uh, denim-colored jean jacket from Everlane, I can dress it up and I can dress it down. It's incredibly versatile. If I'm just going on a walking date with Val, I can wear this jacket. If I'm staying, uh, if I'm going to something fancy, which I have when I do my Largo shows, I like to dress up a little bit. I'm wearing my Everlane jacket, 100% real. Look at my Instagram. That's my Everlane. That's my lane. That's my ever. That's what I'm doing. Plus, if I'm staying at home and cooking, that's an adventure in itself. I'm just wearing their their everyday essentials, which are so wonderful, like their sweatshirts, sweatpants, these types of things, because you know, you know that's 
that's how I'm dressing most of the time because I'm a dad. Everlane has made quality clothing with ethical factories, this I love, and radically transparent pricing, which I love, since 2010. They do extensive research and vetting to use these ethical factories that provide fair wages and reasonable hours to the skilled people who craft their clothing. They have timeless design and their finest uh, sustainable excuse me, materials so you can wear them for years to come. Like I said, my jacket is breaking in perfectly. doesn't mean it's falling apart. It's just softening and, and learning my body. Most retailers hide their markets, markups, but Everlane believes their customers have the right to know how much their clothes cost to make and what they're paying. In fact, they share exactly how much of their product costs to produce at each stage. Everlane has everything you need to upgrade your summer look, whether you're going out of town with friends or having a fun movie night with the fam. From workout to takeout, swimwear to trackwear, styles for lounging at home or hitting up your favorite late night spot. Their breathable organic cotton trackwear gives an elevated take on tried and true basics. And for those beach or pool parties, uh, go to Everlane's sustainable swimwear collection made from, get this, 13,768 pounds of recycled plastic. They have the essentials that you need. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. Everlane partners with the best ethical factories, so it's a fit you can feel good about. And they accept returns within 30 days of the ship date. Uh, and all uniform, that's their basics, clothing, comes with a 365-day guarantee. Basics meaning, you know, their sta- your standards, not their t- no top hats and canes. Stuff you're actually going to wear and love to wear every day. So go to Everlane. If Val was here, she'd sing it like the Foo Fighters. Everlane.com slash weird and sign up for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and get easy returns within 30 days of your ship date. That's 10% off your first order when you go to Everlane.com slash weird. Sign up and show your support of this show. Another Pete's Pick, which is a great Pete's Pick if you want to just get something small and support the show, Living Libation has big stuff. It has little stuff. It has sunscreen that you can feel good about. I just bought Leela some using my own promo code. <laughs> sort of sort of strange, but I did it. I, do, I use this promo code myself to get my family living libations, and I wanted to get Leela some zinc-based natural sunblock that actually works, and that is what I did. I did what I tell you guys to do. I go to livinglibations.com, and I use promo code WEIRD for 20% off and got Lee some sunblock that I that I recognize the ingredients. That's the whole thing with this company. Whether it's a face scrub, dental care, baby care, skin care, eye care, hair care, it's it's high-end, powerful, super effective skin, beauty care, whatever you want to call it, products that have ingredients that you recognize, that you can feel good about going into your blood because that's what happens with things you put in your mouth or on your head or in your skin. It's getting absorbed into your body. So why are we putting on toxic chemicals? I'll tell you why I was doing it for years is because it was expensive or it was sold in a kiosk mall with a French name. And I was like, this clearly has to be a good product. It's not. You should. It should be something that you basically would eat. <laughs> It's sort of the philosophy. Living libations make stuff with stuff that is good enough to eat because you are consuming it just in a different way by putting it 
on your body instead of in your body. So while like, like I want my food to have ingredients that I recognize, I want my skincare to be the same. So this is a great way to support it. Maybe get the ginger exfoliating scrub. That's what I use every day. It's made with plants and oils and extracts that I recognize as real and natural. But the best thing is it works. It's the most badass exfoliant I've ever used in my life. It's wonderful. I shave with their Zen Shave Balm. I just bought six little jars of this because I, I love it and I always want to have it around. So clean and natural and moisturizing, you can actually use a dab of it as your aftershave. Try doing that with some anonymous neon blue goo shot from a pressurized can. And at night, both Val and I use the Best Skin Ever Moisturizer, which smells great, feels great, and gets your skin glowing. A wonderful thing to do before bed or in the morning. Whatever your skin needs, Living Libations is a great way to show your support. Get some skincare, face, body, eyes, teeth, even babies. I promise you they have a wonderful premium natural and high-powered replacement uh, for whatever chemical nightmare you may be buying at 7-Eleven. So go to livinglibations.com and use promo code WEIRD for 20% off and show your support of this podcast. Last but not least, I just did. I just used my promo code. I do this. These are the Pete's Picks. This is real. I needed another pair of perfect jeans. I wanted another color, and I got a gray pair. I didn't even know perfect. I hadn't checked in in a while. Perfect Jean now has gray they have gray, they have dark blue, they have darker blue, they have black. These are the most comfortable pants in the world because they're made with premium stretch fabric. 2% spandex, 2.5% rayon, which means extra comfort and movement that your man parts, let's be honest, it requires. It's 2021, guys. Why are we wearing hard pants? Wear comfortable, soft pants. That's what I've always wanted. And I couldn't find any that looked great. These look fantastic. No one needs to know you're basically wearing pajamas. You're basically wearing yoga pants. But they're nice enough. Uh, they're not just nice enough. They're nice enough to go out with. If I was going to an event or a premiere, I would absolutely wear my perfect jeans because they look like designer jeans. But when I bend over, my nuts ain't crushed. My nuts ain't crushed. <laughs> they're, uh, they're washed so, uh, in a specialized way, so they're literally as soft as a baby's butt. You may even forget you're wearing pants. And they're constructed utilizing the highest quality materials and sewing techniques to provide you with a product that is built to last. I can attest to this. I've had my first pair for almost a year now, and I've worn them almost every day. That's a little embarrassing, I suppose. But once you go PJs, you're not going back. And they're completely holding together. And best of all, they're not khakis. Fuck your khakis and spare your nuts. The perfect jean for the perfectly imperfect men, just 60 bucks when you use promo code WEIRDO at checkout. I accidentally typed in weird. It's not weird. It's weirdo. And then you'll see it works. Liberate your lower limbs with the one and only Perfect Gene. Whether you're working with lemons or lentils, a three-leaf clover, or a big old honking eggplant, the Perfect Gene has you covered. And go uh, show your support of the show. Take a peek at www.theperfectgene.nyc. That's theperfectgene.nyc. Use code WEIRDO for 25% off at checkout and show your support of this show. All right, guys, enjoy Daniel Van Kirk. Go to DanielVanKirk.com for tickets to his incredible tour, which is happening now. Hope to see you at Largo on August 19th for the live You Made It Weird or in uh, Brea for the Brea Improv Weekend, September 3rd or September 9th, living at Largo for my stand-up show, which is always the highlight. Always the highlight. Hope to see you at one of those weirdos. Always great to see you out live. So glad we can see you live again. And in the meantime, enjoy my chat with the incomparable Dan Van Kirk. Get into it. You're doing a tour, an American tour? Yep. 
So why isn't Houston just part of the tour? <laughs> until later. Have you ever done the secret group in Houston? Did you ever do that? The secret group? Yeah. Here, get on the microphone. Let's um, just let's just open with your tour chat. Nice little plug. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Do it. So I'll go there and I'll do those shows. I can't hear my house self. Am I supposed to? Yeah, you can. You kind of look like the kingpin from Daredevil, but like when he was. I'll take like, it to enough. The, the new is he the new one? D'Onofrio? Yes. That's D'Onofrio? In the Netflix one? Just a little bit. Vincent D'Onofrio. Is Kingpin in I Netflix's Daredevil. Okay. <laughs> Daredevil? You ever do that? Daredevil? Just change. Of course. Who are you oh, talking yeah, to? Oh, yeah, Crash Years. Yeah, but Daredevil is a different... It I'm reminds if me... You, if you got it, I'm got, I've got it. You mean you can't hear yourself and you're being nice? But, yeah, I, but I trust. This is a good You know what I would exercise. do? Is I would wiggle... Off? No, no, no. I would wiggle where, where the input is. This is how every episode starts. Maybe we'll cut this out. Check, 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 check. It's all good. I feel good about it. I'm in there now. Yeah, that's good. That's well, great. Whatever knob you're turning. That's great. Turn a little more. Okay, and is the do you AC, ever think, Do you ever okay? think the engineer does nothing? And the person goes, that's great. <laughs> it's, a very, it's an Sometimes. M&M. Sometimes. Turn my Sometimes. headphones up. Nobody did anything. Nobody did anything. They definitely turned the There wasn't up. too much snare. No. There was... <laughs> He did leave that in, didn't he? That rascal. I need more snare in my headphones. I didn't know the snare was on its own track. <laughs> but, of course, but of course, that's it is. That's right. Of course, it is. Yeah. If you're in the rap medium and you're doctor and you're a doctor, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you put all that most, time in, it's a beat and it's by Dre. Yes, you're going Literally. to have control over it. Oh, element. Left I tom, need more snare. Right tom. Would you think not he was, a lot of toms in the hip hop? Do you think beats. he was saying I cannot rap? If you don't give me more snare in my Can headphones. Can you rap to this? No, I need more snare in my headphones. You need... I don't know what these are. I wish I knew the names of these. Is that a hi-hat? No, this is the hi-hat. Here's that, a, you are... You keep a beat? Holmes. This is why I like Petrick you. Holmes. You're you can a, keep a you're beat. You're an appreciator. Yes. I, can play, I could play that on the drums. I you just play played it drums. in your heart. <laughs> I'm not, I, for real, didn't you? You did it. That's so funny. You know, Modest Yahoo, he did the, this pod, okay. and he asked me to beatbox, and I got really nervous. Well, right there. Look at that, though. I mean, I would have rather recited the Torah. Can you? A little bit. <laughs> no, I don't know. No? No, I, I get confused. What's the Talmud and what's the Torah? Because oh. one of them is the first four books of the Bible. That's probably Talmud. I think that's Talmud. Yeah. And Torah is something. That's like Old Testament. You and I. You're, are you chosen? You're not no. chosen. No. no. Well, you asked yeah. me this. I did. Uh, and I said chosen again by Jesus Christ. I knew you were chosen again by Jesus Christ, but right. on the off right. chance you were a Jew for Jesus. And he's, we're, Which he, sounds like a real slur. <laughs> what are you, a Jew for Jesus? That was a, I've, I've seen those pamphlets. It's a burn. A In Jew Chicago. For Jesus? Yes. That I was lo- the first place I saw I him. love. I we can talk all about Chicago. Maybe you've heard me. We'll get into all of it. Where are you from, Rich Ret, Rochelle? Ret, Rochelle. But we were in Chicago at the same time. Only you we were. You had figured it out, and I hadn't. I can't wait. Let's put a pin in there. Okay. Okay. Because that's like you know how Netflix action movies start with a car chase, but yeah. you don't know what's happening. Yes. And then the movie starts. Yes. That's our little car. Like that. That's a. Yeah. That's a. That's a screecher. Yes. Wheel screeching. Yeah. Yep. Smoking. We'll mention Kumail and John Roy and all of hey. that. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> They don't even know. That's good. That's John yeah. Rye. But yeah, there's a little like a little. when you get when you get him. And Ench- en- everybody knows there's no such thing as an enchurita. <laughs> enchurita. This was a mu- this was music people liked. That's so good. 
My friend, my friend Dwayne. I always love. He has a bit where he references Dwayne Kennedy. Oh yeah, where, it's a great bit. Yes, and I just always liked that. I knew he was referencing Dwayne. I feel Kennedy. like uh, John Warren. I hope he hears this. Is our scholar like he's our comedy like yeah like he's like this is what it all what this is everything that's happening here's, here's the perspective here's a flatter here's a, a fl- first of all he's hilarious oh my god Him, like, we did we, we toured together a few years you? ago yes wow that's a little confusing i knew right? both they never knew they just guys. thought it was an intermission <laughs> <laughs> i think there's been an intermission <laughs> he's back out here different energy I have a lot of John Roy stories, and that's, I don't know, Jews for Jesus, That's I've made that point okay, before. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I like any ostracized religion, I just do. If you've like given it all up for your faith, right. I, there's always going to be a part of me that's like, good for you. Well, also, but you said it Mormons, like a slur. Get out I think here. anytime you condense a people into a catchy phrase, that's what Jews it feels. Yeah. That's feel right. Like- Scots for Scientology. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, all oh, right, okay. Scots. Yeah. By the way, riff. But I bet a lot of Scots per capita. I don't know what per capita sure. means, yeah. but like <laughs> amount of total against amount who are of the thing, which is just amount. Yeah, because but they like any tell amount you. is against an amount. It's probably a, you know what I can never figure out against per you, capita. You went through all this, and I bet you figured it out. But I won't blame you if no, you didn't. No. When these people have kids, who are these people? All of the ones who have them. Okay. And and all of a sudden they oh, understood. Parents. Also, smart kids in high school figured this <laughs> out too. So like, now you know you two know things Scottish about me. People have a lot of fucking. <laughs> no, kids. now you know two things. You with yeah. per capita. Mm-hmm. Now you know two things about me. People with kids and the smart kids of high school. They have all figured this out. When somebody goes uh, like 90th percentile, I don't know if that's good or bad. Oh, I have no my idea. God. But you had to learn. I did be- learn. Yes. Now because my were... daughter is 99th percentile for height. <laughs> See. So now you know. She's very tall. I don't know if you know. She's only two and a half. That's fucking tall. So the percentile is the is, amount you my don't baby is fall Manute into. Ball. So she's in the 99th percentile, which means she is in the 1% because she 99% of the kids are shorter than her, right? 99% of the kids are shorter than so her. So the amount is what you reason, are in. She's also in the 1% because of where we are financially. <laughs> yes, I wanted that so bad. When I saw you start the car, I wanted you to go, go forward. But I'm not. That, that's one. Of, we are we're doing fine. I know. Yes, yes, but I know, I know. This is something people don't know. The the like kind of rich love going like I'm not the one percent because the one percent is fucking insane. Right? It's like seventeen mil. Yes. Plus. Right. That and and so it's kind of like a fun thing for the people have that are ever, doing well to be like I'm not them. Have you ever said to yourself though this is what I would need? Like when they say like the wealth tax would be seventy percent of everything after blank, right? So at one point the Rock made like sixty eight million dollars in a year. He did, yes, and they That's and a lot of yeah. cocoa pebbles. Yeah, ballers. I think he only eats rock and then, rock eats food. <laughs> and then they said that like if they wealth taxed everything after ten million would be seventy percent. So like seventy percent of whatever fifty eight million, yes, whatever million. he would end up no, with like right. twenty three something million dollars a year, right? And the question was like he he, he no one's going to touch his I ten, I right? I know you know, no, but my, no, I like it. And then how? But at what point do you go? I'm good. Have you ever wondered well, like at what Scar- point you'd go? Scar-Jo, everything after uh, this, take it, give it to people who need it. What do I need yeah. more than twelve million dollars annually for? And even then, that's insane. I, well, what it, what becomes the commodity if you're making sixty million in a year, right? And they're like, could it be twenty three? And you're like, I'll fucking kill you first, <laughs> right? Because it's not it's not trips. It's no. not like it's not like regular shit. No, it's not like I just want to go to Club Med. Right. Also, at sixty-eight million, like that's not. I just even... want to go on a celebrity cruise. 
We both know that's not The Rock's take home. No. He's probably got at least 30 employees. At least. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that's where now we're now we're building what the Rock is the needing as a right. defense. Right. Right. Are you building what the Rock is? No, but I'm saying defense? if you told me what I'm no, no, I was but taxable it income. Him. I guess it would be. Ta- we are talking taxable income, so that would be 68 taxable income because Six- you're not you're not taxing. Uh, you're saying he seven walks with enterprises or whatever. He walks, he's, he wa- he's still getting 68. I'm saying that that's his taxable income, right? Because his production company is seven bucks production, so you wouldn't. That's Why not. Do you know that. I just remember you've, you've his story. You know, furious. at one point in his life, he had seven bucks to his entire name. Because and it's a touching story. That's why you know that. I'm glad I asked. He knows what he's doing. But so I, we could slice it and dice it all the way down. Right. But what I was getting at, meaning like how much he yeah, actually yeah, right, makes. Right. Yeah, we would. But we would do- what is it that he actually wants? And I think they need. I, I, I Let's take the rock out of it because he's got kind eyes. Yeah. And I think he's like a solid guy. I do too. Like if my kid fell into the ocean mm-hmm. and he was there uh-huh. if you like hit bay watch that shit just happened to me tell me everything i was in hawaii and then the rock saved you i'm sitting in the condo just waiting to like uh go do something and i hear uh i hear <laughs> you're getting ready for a good jag Help! you're gonna jag it and how many helps do you hear before you get up for me it was two i'm definitely the first one you're like i didn't hear that the second one well the first one you're like are they filming a movie are they rehearsing a Did play I just, is that a bird yeah, maybe they're going maybe like a peacock. What's the name of that app that uh, tells you restaurants? Is it Help? Yes, no, no, yes, it's Yelp. Yes, Yelp. Right. And then you're just hearing people I, in I an argument. I listen for one Help, then I listen to see if they go, "Oh, wait, Yelp." Yes. And if it's not, "Oh, wait, Yelp," it's a second Help. When you get up, then I'm no, I'm up. I'm now helping. I'm at the window. There's a third Help now because it's me helping. And I I looked down and uh, this woman was yelling, "Help!" <laughs> By the time so. I got to the window, that was the third. The fourth, I was on the lawn. And then after that, I don't remember. I mean, I remember, but like I just went. What did you do? Where I was ran. She? she was in the water? She was in the water, but it was a person next to her. And so I ran, and you had to go through a pool area, and the gate opens for the pool area. But I, the what if this gate. becomes a humble brag, and you're like, so I jump over the shrimp bar. It's a complimentary shrimp bar. <laughs> Compliment. <laughs> I do a spin by. And you know why I like that shrimp bar? I go down this road. They had mango salsa. They don't eyeball Guess you. Guess what? You can get as much as you want. <laughs> They don't hassle you. And they took the tail off. This. We don't we need never the tails. Come back. When did the tail become like a fancy thing? Take that motherfucking oh. tail off. You know what it is? It's a cat it's a it's a pistachio shell. They're trying mm-hmm. to slow you down. You ever mm-hmm. see loose shrimp, no tails? You're, who wants, you're who wants throwing seeded those down grapes? like fucking certs. Who wants seeded grapes? Some fucking weird hippie vegans I know. They do because to suck there's on them. something about no, there's something about genetics that if you remove the the seed, oh, they feel like they've been metal. They've with been metal. It's metal too much because I love watermelon more than yes. maybe anything. Oh, it's so good. And they say maybe seedless watermelon not as good for you because they've you know they've gotten in there. There's there's God's creation. Let's just use the metaphor sure. God. There's God's yes. creation. I'm picturing like an amorphous pink purple swirl that is the gene pool of watermelon nests. Yes. And then like this rubber gloved science hand mm-hmm, comes in mm-hmm. and sort of like diddles the uvula mm-hmm. and then goes back and I'm like that diddle Neo. sort of cha- Yeah, Neo goes in for the surgery on Trinity. Yes. <laughs> Fucking get out of my heart! Oh no! I just—I've never been more seen in my life. Yes, <laughs> this happened with Val and I. I was like, remember in the '90s when white hip hop dancers would sort of stick their tongue out when they were dancing, <laughs> and then she was like, "I don't know if I know what you're talking about." And I'm like, "Yeah, they'd be kind of doing like a, a baggy khaki like kind of cool yeah, dance, yeah, yeah. and there was—it it was cool, a little bit like Michael Jordan. Yes, and it's not out." 
I just mean sort of like it's just sort of like uh-huh. if it's a wave, it's just starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, They're cresting. And and Val and I figured it out that it was uh, David. Uh, Brian, no, Brian Austin Green mm-hmm. in the intro to 90210 is doing it. There you go. And that's what you just yep. did to me. I, we found your, I'm we fucking found your freaking doorway. Out. If you can go into my unconscious and yeah. shine a light around and go, Pete, I think that riff was based on this image you saw. You go like, oh, fuck, we're living in the same world. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not alone. Yeah. You also saw The Matrix Reloaded? The most I've seen in the theater. Well, that's not related. That was original, wasn't it? Doesn't he get Trinity's I'm so sorry. It is I don't even. One. I don't remember. No, you do. Irrelevant. Yeah, I don't yeah, want people... I'm going to say you did remember. You didn't remember that you remembered, but you do remember because that is the first one. I don't want people to be mad at us, but I'll sum it up quickly. Anyway, I run through the other gate you have to lock story? so i just jumped Sum it. it up quickly Take i just jumped time. it you're leaping gates and you think we're bored i don't know do you catch anything on that don't gate? you ever wor- don't you ever get, do you ever it's the next you ever become the editor you tell a story and you realize it's going nowhere so you add stuff that didn't happen it's the <laughs> next words in bed really goes, and then he stabbed me <laughs> it's like a great bit <laughs> it's like i'm not putting the bit down i would say this to him of course it's when stand-up was still new enough mm-hmm. that it didn't have to take nine turns you could just be like you ever tell a story and it's going nowhere so you add stuff that didn't happen mm-hmm. it just feels like white bread i don't mean that as an insult yes white bread can be the best bread they drop in bread on the table at a restaurant Motherfucking white bread. Unless. Unless you're a cheesecake, cheesecake factory. Where do you want to go, Pete? Where do you want to go? <laughs> having a hard time with how much we're sinking. We're like a sorority. We're so we were sinking on right Dumb People Town. We were sinking, and now we Bill don't have Murray, remember? two Sklars <laughs> oh. in the way. Oh. The Sklar brothers, like two burrs on your mm-hmm. socks after you walk through a field. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're oh. so delightful. I call That's them the greatest comedy that. t-ball coaches. Nobody puts the ball on the stand better than those two. That's true. And nobody coaches That's why they have a show. T- tag it. That's why they have that show. And tag people- it. They both say it at the <laughs> yes. same time. Yikes. Uh, they were at a show and they gave me like nine tags. Yes. And then they said, see, this is what people don't understand. It's not just the show. You hang out after the show. And I was like, I know. 30 I seconds later, I had to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You're jumping out. You've got two helps. There's a woman in the water. Right. There's another unidentified something in the water. Man, yep. Maybe it's what she needs sure. help from. Yes. Maybe it's what needs help. You could tell it was a help Help with this. Help type. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DVK. Yes. He's out. Second Yelp. He, yeah, he's like bobbing. You. No, you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're jumping. Second yelp up. Third yelp, I'm out. Now you're jumping over a fence Because well, you have to go bar? past, like, there. there's an actual pool area next to the ocean. And so... Cheesecake factory. Uh, yeah. And so then... Three bread. <laughs> and so then you... You can open the go- gate, but the one access to the beach they keep locked, so people just can't, you know, wander in. I understand. And so it's I jump that. Card lock. I jump that. Uh huh. And then you're I, jumping. This was. I will tell you. Do you, you ever have moments in your life where you're like this is going to be great for the script? This oh, is great sure. for the movie, right? Yeah. I knew, like, as I ripped my, sh- like, pulled you my pulled shirt off mid stride, threw oh, it into the bushes. Your favorite shirt. I was already in. Just like trunks that could be swim trunk, like Nike so you're shorts. Like, we're so close. In. I'm all, I'm pre worried for a situation where I'm rescuing Leela from like a, a pool situation. Yeah, and I take a half a second to throw my phone oh, out. I know because I'm gonna. I bet you wouldn't. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're right. And later on, you know what? Later Fuck on, you'd phone. be like, I didn't even wait for the phone for you. You'll tell her when she's 16. Okay, that's the truest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because you would know that thing. you didn't. But if it was you, and then you. But if it was you, right? And I love you, right? Of that course. Phone's fine. Let me. Let me. Hey, I. I and, I and I just guys, backed it up. I did. I need I'm to take still, a T-shirt off to yeah, get, go right. save this guy. No, 
if I'm wearing a, a $700 t-shirt that I make calls on, I'm going to take it off too. Fair enough. And check my email. So <laughs> I rub past, I get to the water and that's where the, I realize there's a reef between me and him. So I have to run like down the beach living to go, reef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like rocks <sighs> and stuff. So I realize I have to go down the beach to, before I can go out. How many out. helps is this taking? She's still it's going. Like but I, don't, I didn't cans? hear, if I started running, I didn't hear one, to be honest with you. Yeah, you're whiting out. So then as I run down the... Uh, reef thing. I see a guy go into the water. Okay, now you're a team. Yes, this is how the he X-Men gets formed. there right before I do. <laughs> Fuck him. And uh, I know. Oh, wait, I was like this is my also, time. Thank you. Yeah, right. this is your time. What am I <laughs> so supposed to, Ryu or Ken? So I start pushing him down that so that reef? I can save two people. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love the two people who are going to help. So yes. So then. Uh, he's pulling him and he's dragging him down, and then we 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 get past. I think the kind of wave area that he was having a problem with this elderly man. And uh, we get him out of that. He was like exhausted by the... That's what it is. And so then we get to the beach, right? Is there anything scarier than getting Because you know you're done. Yeah. Have you ever have you you ever, have you ever walked just like rock climbed? Just like here in town, they have a couple of them. Just to do... thank you. Do it. For this reason, Pete. There will be a moment, like in Cliffhanger, where you'll go, oh, I just... Or Saving Private Ryan. Tell me. You know, with, you can with, the, touch with, my with the knife, when he just, he's just that. not, you just aren't strong enough. You just aren't. You, when it came down to yeah. it, yeah. you just didn't have enough, right? Yeah. And so if, wow. you do, if you ever do those rock climbing, you will be completely safe. It's a controlled environment. But, but you will see the moment where yeah. you would go, if this needed to happen. I have that with pickle jars. Really? I'm just like, I don't have it. <laughs> you learn. Hey, no salty treat. Little me. learnings. That's all life's about. So you're saying go rock climb to learn your limit. You will go, wow, this would be it. This is where That's I would. That's when I'd die. This is where I'm off the I wall. I had that with pee ball paintball. You ever pee it? Yes, of course. Whenever I peed it, I'm like first shot because I'm 11 feet tall. <laughs> yeah, big target. feet wide. I'm huge and I'm lumbering. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm too lazy to crouch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it is true about us. We would not make it onto Normandy. No, no way. No, we no would way. make it out of the boat. I'm the guy with my head out of the top <laughs> going, we're almost there, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, gentlemen, we are 200 yards. We lost Pete. We are 200 yards out. Do not look at Pete. Pete is really going to hurt your morale if you look at Pete. <laughs> and you have to look you at me because look. I'm most of what and you're then in. They look, and then you got to rework that and you go, That's don't right. end up like Pete. Take a good look. <laughs> <laughs> The sergeant, it's in the book. The sergeant, realizing everyone is going to see Pete, changes his message. Go ahead and look at him and know that's you. If I don't see some knees to chins, boys. We're almost there, everybody. It's not so bad. Okay, we are down a Pete. I will not be down a Richard and a Michael and a James. I know. There goes James. Okay. At what point is yes. this disrespectful? <laughs> I was just watching. Who Who's that? It? Fucking Rory on your podcast. Yes. Pen Pals. Yes. Had watched Fury. I told you to watch Fury. I'm you sorry. Goose. Excuse me. I don't care. I the, thought the results. I, all I care about. The reason I thought it was Rory is he's he told you something a else movie you with Brad Pitt. And mm. I'm like, now he's like yeah. part of the pit. No, the we pit, were talking about the pit it. crew. <laughs> there it is. Why? What Plan B? What pit crew <laughs> films? Pit crew films, you son of a bitch. That's the B in plan that B. That is the plan You're B. a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> son of a bitch for not calling it pit crew. You pit said, crew is really let's go to war. 
And I said, yeah, that's watch right. Fury, and, and then tell me if they're going to war. I'm watching it, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, I can't watch this at night. No. And I can't watch this within a month of taking psychedelics because there's so much gore in it. Yeah. And yet I'm uh, really enjoying it. because the, LaBeouf is amazing. Pena is amazing. I'm really enjoying the Pit is amazing. And I like to pretend, I've, I'm not even through it, that it's a prequel to Inglorious Bastards. I could see that, too. Because it's very similar. See, I need you killing. Him. I need you killing crowds. My favorite, huh. Donnie. Yeah, yeah. That's you, it. Yeah, Donnie. Yeah, that's it. We got a Nazi out here who wants to die for his country. See if you'd be happy to oblige him. Oblige him. Yeah, you didn't make enough yeah, of oblige. Yeah. Oblige him. him. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you could, Donnie. Yeah, that's it. I love it. Wow, I know. The sound See, of your teeth. Correcto. So this man is dying. <laughs> so we go out. How good does the story <laughs> What if, after all this, I'm like, and we lost him? That's so funny. Uh, I get out there. There's a story in this about early victories. She's okay? We start to get him in, and uh, the other guy, my, my compatriot in this, yes, says, you to don't him, know. says to him, you can stand up, man. All right? We get him in. Is he so, being real reef sensitive? Is it, no, we're, going to, we, we're in a beach area. Beach we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can stand now. You can stand now. You can stand, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it feel good? That is an uncle's Oblige yeah. Him. That's an uncle's yeah. 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 Of course it's Rick. Uncle. Yeah. It's for Uncle Rick. Don't know those? I think my ex-wife had an Uncle Rick I did not care for. There's always <laughs> an uncle. It. Yes. Like, let's keep everyone mm-hmm. away from him. He goes, you can stand up now. He stands. Yeah, he's up. I go, you did a good thing, man, and to the guy who Because you didn't me. get to help, really. No. It's about to happen. No, I did. Yeah. I'm just saying he got he got him turned around, got him up. I see. He deserves the credit. I go, you did a good thing. He goes, man, you too. I wouldn't have. And I go, I know, right? I know. I know you wouldn't have. But I go, I'm joking. I go, Hilarious. I go. Hilarious. I know. No, okay, here it is. I thought I go, you did go. I go, I know. I go, uh, you, you did a good thing, you know? And uh, he goes, oh, thanks, man. You know, hey, I just, I heard it. I go, dude, me too. And I, I go, I'm, I'm Daniel. And he goes, Jeff. And we hug. Yeah, we hug in the, in the wake. And I look over, guy, boom, back down in the water. <laughs> and I rush over to him and I get him up. I go, oh, buddy, you okay? He goes, I can't, I can't, I can't stand. I, I have no energy. And I was like, man, we let him go too soon. We thought he was good. Now he's back down. Like He's back down in water you could stand he's, in. He's an apple. He's, he's bobbing. Yes. He's bobbing. No energy. And nobody's going in So the, I get him up the and then I platoon him, Forrest Gump. You know, you I, did not. You know, over the th- you know, with, yes. yeah, but and not I, like a no, 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 carcass. No, no, I'm not. No, that would I'm be not awesome. like Luger. Or would it be so emasculating and uh, not I got, like a baby? I just hoist him. Yeah, and I go. Uh, I got him. I got him. All right, I, I got you. And I walk him in. To, there's like a big, she huge driftwood ready. tree, and I just so uh, you. I, I go. You sit here. Oh, okay. I go, you way. need to sit here for a minute. <laughs> the sketch is you go back to what's the other guy's name. Jeff, Jeff, you go over to Jeff and you do like a soul shake, like like a man <laughs> yeah, had a two yeah, yeah, thumbs yeah, yeah, up, double pat. double pat, and you're talking. And you're like, that was that was real stuff. And then in the background, this old guy, like fucking eagles, start pecking at him. <laughs> he's like, or he's on fire. <laughs> yeah. This guy keeps dying whenever you guys are broke. He, was, not my, not, he not starts walking to back off. towards my watch. No, no, Bob, no, Bob, Bob, don't. 
By the way, that's his name. A slow shuffle back to the scene. My watch. My wife got me the fob. <laughs> no. That story's about you? <laughs> yes. I sold her hair. <laughs> no, she sold her hair. He he does, he's delirious. He doesn't remember the story. What's your name? Bob. I said, Bob. Excuse me, was his fucking name Bob? Because yes. I said he was bobbing. Yes, I like know. I thought you were tuned in. I'd like to think I was, but this—it's like those jokes when he calls somebody with no arms. Not, it's Bob, not, they're not I thought great it jokes exactly when you said it. When you said he's an apple, I thought. You Bob. know what my favorite one of those jokes is? I know they're not great jokes. Stu, Stu's good. Okay. Art is good. Yes, my favorite in a pile of leaves. Russell. Yeah, that's, that's a good, a good one. one. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. There's some bad jokes, right? That- have a little turn right that i'm just uh saying that uh surprised me what do you call a guy with no shins neil so <laughs> what do you call one with one leg shorter than the other eileen and then there was the other version yes so which we can't don't <laughs> so he goes i just can't i'm so tired and i go bob you 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 spent it man i can't i'm so tired i go, you, I go you're spent buddy you gave it all you got i know and I said, okay, just sit here. And his daughter, I assume daughter, she was probably in her 50s. He was probably in her early 70s. Well, if he's got a right. 50 daughter. Yeah. She's, she's like, so thank you, no profuse, profuse. And I'm like, Bob, you just need to, you <laughs> don't Bob. Sit, sit here until you think Say you're like fine. Bob. And then stay here five more Bob. minutes. Yeah. Bob. 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 You know who's in that movie? Keep going. He goes, uh, I, 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 we made it. I, I swear to God, I wanted to go. You, you, Bob, you didn't make it. We made it. Jeff and I made it. I made it. Right. I made it. I and made it. And I go, <laughs> I made I go, it with a little bit moment, of help In the moment, boys. like the kid who struck out every game, it. you go, you, I go, you're good, buddy. You did. Oh, you're good. I you remember made it. when David Lyle <laughs> hit a foul ball and everyone cheered. It was really? one of the sweetest moments of my life. I had the life. opposite. They were, mean, they were mean to me. What? Well, of course he's going to hit it so far. Look how big he is. I hear the mom saying <sighs> when I'm up to the plate. <sighs> I know. We can go down that road. So then... I, oh, I live at, at Jeff, find her. Jeff and I walk away. Let's find her and be kind to her. <laughs> well, that would get her. Just be like, I know. this is from the big it's boy. It's so good to see from you. the big boy in the Pawtucket Red yes. Sox. <laughs> yeah. Remember, of course, I'm going to rip into right field. I'm right-handed. You know how hard that is? Lefty, but bat right-handed. I'm a you lefty, right. too. You are? And I throw right. Oh, I throw left, but I bat right. I bat left, I throw right. Mm. Well, we, I think we can continue. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, I leave him. Now, here's the deal, Pete. I was mad at people. Who? A lot of people. (laughs) Who were you mad at? I ran past people to get to Bob. Now the the, the looker on now now right I the Civil War picnic watchers yes what are they you know the people who watch Civil had picnics and watch the Civil War who what you don't remember that you know it's part of our history tell me there sounded like a lot of words there was a whole. Uh, yes, contingent of our society who would have viewing parties of civil war battles. They would have picnics, much like they would go and watch the hanging in town. There were people that would sit at elevated places and watch uh, civil war battles, like the people in Chicago that have apartments above Wrigley Field that would Mm -hmm. watch. Mm -hmm. Pick up a bat. That's what I think about everybody watching a baseball game. Pick up a bat and help. Get in there. What are you doing? Just sitting get on your fat, drunk ass. <laughs> the ball is going into left yes. field like that kid who did catch it. I was, I remember yes. him. He was the only one I liked. Really? He did his part. He caught are the ball. Are you thinking of the movie The Rookie? Nope. Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year yes. where he broke his arm. And it's, yeah. like, it's a little bit like Angels in the Outfield. But Nick the Nolte. Angels. 
Can I tell you something? I almost we are crammed. back to fighter. Yeah, Val was out of town or out of town. She was gone for the evening. Yeah, not fighter. What is it? Oh, the warrior. Warrior. Sorry, I knew what you meant. I know. Yeah, and it's like I don't even care if people know, but I do. Because we're okay, Val. hosting a podcast. She went out to hang out with friends, and the first thing I did was I I went in my Apple remote and I said, "Show me movies with Nick Nolte." And I was like, "Pete does not know what to do when he's alone." Did you watch Prince of Tides? I didn't it's because not it an looked, easy watch. Yeah, it looked like hard. It, yeah. it looked hard. It is. So I went to, and then I Googled his top 10 movies, and I went to number two. Which is? I forget the title. Okay. It's called like Indecision or something. Oh, or I don't know. But it's not bad. Movies were so different back in the day. Oh, they would just make them about anything. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Do, like you do or what in any in eighty eight was anyone saying intellectual property? In eighty eight was anyone saying is it a franchise? That's what I'm saying. Yes. No. Are there sequels? This is as far as I can tell. This is just a Not movie like today. about Nick Nolte, and there's a B story that an old man goes into the woods with a young man, and somebody dies on a hunting trip. It's like an episode of Fargo, but they draw it out for two I'm hours. In. I like it too, but is there a sequel? No. I mean, I just watched could The Abyss be. for the first time ever. Is it good? Two movies happening in that, and it's wonderful. Ed is Harris. It really oh good? my god, eighty-eight, eighty-eight. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah, that's my job. I can't do him. What I, one? All I have is a Brad Pitt in my head. I tried to do Ed Harris. What's a good? What is an iconic Ed Harris line? The Truman uh, Show. It's absolutely right. <laughs> that's what he was. Let like. him go. That's but I can't. You got the memory of a fucking fly. I can't. What's do that it. one? That's uh, Glenn Gary. Both of those. Oh, if I had the leads. If I the goddamn leads. Oh. Your body closes. All that comes out of your mouth yeah. is bile. <laughs> <laughs> How fucked up you are. Uh, this is what I want to tell you about the movie Warrior. Everybody, including Ryan Gosling, is doing an impression of a Pittsburgh working I class forgot he's accent. Even in it. Ryan Gosling is not in it. Oh, okay. He's not in it. Oh, okay. I'm saying the whole country, when we do a tough guy, we're doing a Pittsburgh <gasps> working class accent. It's like, where you come up to me? You come up to me and you with your hat in your hand. That's good. You got your hat in your hand and you want to help me now? I needed you when I was little. That's good. Yeah, that is very good. It, it, but it's, Doesn't that feel so satisfying? When you nail it. Yes. And man. I wasn't sure I could. But you jumped off the And you were there. And there was water. I'm looking at you. You look like the mascot of joy. <laughs> I like, loved it. He mirrored it, it back to me. Because it feels so good. Who is that that I'm doing? What's I, his name? I don't even know. He plays Bane. Oh, Tom Hardy. You doing the Hardy. drop? I'm doing well, Tom and Hardy. Warrior. Yeah. But it's just the Warrior. Yeah. I don't know how he sounds in other movies. Okay. But you can tell every actor in that movie, every male actor like loves the right, that they this part like, too. You come into my house right. and you eat my fucking french fries. Right. And you're going to disrespect my wife. So. I was six years old. I was Excuse six years old. And Hold I on a second. You. I don't wave. need that anymore. Yeah. yeah. You're going to wave at me when I'm six years old and think I'm going to wave so back good. at you? They love, it's like Mulaney's bit. It's like tough guys just repeat things and ask questions. Yes. Like, you come in here wearing those they shoes? rhetorical questions they want you to answer. That's right, because it engages you, right. and, and they're taking you down and the hallway. And it's a total power move, because then you don't know what that's you're supposed right. to answer or not and supposed to answer. And that's my favorite part of the movie Warrior, is where he goes, control the pace. That's what stand-up comedy is. Oh, my God. That's what stand-up comedy is. Oh. And that's what uh, confidence so, yes. just is in general. And that's what I can get into. That's why I like sports movies. That's why I like sports movies, but that's I don't good. play sports. You are more intimidating. Right? Yes. And he looks sleepy. What's his name again? Tom Hardy. Yes. That whole movie, he looks like a bear that's like already just woke eaten yes. three deer. Right, 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 right. And he just woke right, up right. from a very What's fatty. What's, What's happening on? out here? Yeah. I liked you Somebody better when you was name? drunk. Yeah. And it's just like, and he has a, those fingerless boxing oh. gloves. 
I wasn't prepared for that movie. That movie, I think I was a lot right of people here, thought they were going to on see Freddy like, Treddy. Yeah, really thought like, we were cry- not going to cry, and then we were just going to yeah, Ugh. Warrior. Let me finish. Can I Hit finish, it. Bob? Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe you haven't. So yet I can. He, I leave him there. Do not get up, Bob. Stay there until you so like there's eat breakfast there. Like just yeah. just relax Have some week because you're tired more tired than you because it happened to me i almost we almost lost me in malibu i was in a riptide and i was and i knew i was like if i don't get to the inside like towards the beach side of this wave we're going we're gonna go right you're going sandy i can tell yeah and so i'm swimming parallel to the beach swimming 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 i get on the right side of that be- of that wave, but it's still i'm still in it it's a bad time to forget what parallel means oh my gosh when it, you're in a riptide right, uh, tr- uh, train tracks so then yeah. i'm i'm like going 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 and I look I, up to the beach and I see the lifeguard and he's down from the tower. He's coming. And he's, he's just walking parallel he's not, to me. He's not paying. He's watching. Yet. Right. He's, watching. he's got his little buoy. Yeah. And he's just that, walking. What's that buoy do? Yeah. Just walking, walking. Looks like And then parent. I'm going closer and closer. Finally, I make it. I'm, t- I'm not kidding you. Maybe a quarter mile down. I, I get out. I get up. And he goes, hey. I go, yeah. And he's like, that was, that was, that was close. I go, uh-huh. He goes, you're good? I go, I am now. And then I went back to the beach with all my friends who were still having a great day. Why didn't he have a wet hot dog in his pocket? I know, to like just replenish like, put you. that in. Yeah. And uh, I, I had a moment where I was like... Pot belly sandwich. You had that oh, bit about Midway. You yeah. know why you fly into Midway? Huh? Pot belly sandwich. It gone. I know. <laughs> what do you mean it's gone? They, 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 cut, they cut the contract. I used to book I, flights you, to Midway instead of O'Hare because my I would friend, go to Potbelly Sandwiches. I had a time in my life where I was addicted to their banana chocolate shakes. Get in the fucking car, because we're doing donuts, drinking yeah. banana chocolate shakes right now. Potbelly gone. No, no more Midway. With the little cookie on the straw? Uh, uh-huh. That little, little toddler touches, cookie. So it's a little cookie. Mm-hmm. Little a little t- flower wafer It's thing. a flower. It didn't yes. have to be a flower. It could have been a square. Oh, my God. I just, what was I doing? And nobody in Chicago tells you you're doing anything wrong eating four of those a week. <laughs> nobody. They tell you they love you. You're great. You're doing awesome. Yeah, get more. Of Why course you, get you come two? here for lunch. We're making sandwiches. Right. We'll make the right. sandwich for you. Right. All you have to do is wait and in the little mini, line. The mini is like an eight-inch sandwich. Do you want the regular? The regular is like 14 inches. That's Chicago. And also, like, every pop belly has a liquor license. All right, anyway. They do? No, but don't you feel like... That's so funny. I went into a coffee shop in the they ABC have, Tower. Uh, I was doing radio, and it was... chips? Vinny's? I think it's yes, Vinny's. Yes, that feels right. Yeah, it's like this real off-brand, like, bad chip that I love. So I leave Bob. Yeah, Bob is Bob, and he's dead. I leave him. He's eating breakfast now. And I look at all these people. Yeah. And I've realized there's two people. Because when I go back up, there's a couple, and they go, What happened? And I and I'm, oh, I'm just, sorry. Were you watching the Civil War? Just you now? know what their problem was? Yeah, they were too close to the box fan. You know when you're close to the box fan and you have so you turn the TV up, but yeah. somebody in the other room is go. Do you need the TV louder? And you go. I can't barely hear it. Well, you're too close to the box fan. Yeah, that's right. They were right by the waves, <laughs> so they couldn't the hear help because they're sitting and they were where Move you could away see. from the box fan. Right, it doesn't need to be above seven. Right. But when you're in a hotel and you can go as loud. I like when the hotel goes, you're not going above 60. Oh, and they cap you? Yeah, cap it. Every TV should be capped. No. Unless you have no neighbors. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I tell them what happened, but I realized, like, oh, I was above that sound. That's why I could hear it better than some people were even there. But for some people, there was a very, like, they did oh, I it. wondered what was going on when I heard her yelling help. And I was like... I'll tell you what's going on. Someone in the water was yelling help. help. But Jeff and I, yeah. Je- I mean, I don't. I- Let me describe Jeff to you. Chest hair. A little bit. Just 
just doesn't, just doesn't yeah. He was much cleaner than me. Mm. Brown yeah. hair. Yep. Short. Yep. Accidental mullet. You know where it just hasn't been. Just like yeah. you just need a cut. He has a COVID mullet. Right. Yes. A Como. And uh, COVID maltine above the beach. <laughs> like definitely like been in too many fights, but like a good heart. Yeah, of course. You know, like that's what the principal says after the boy that he beat is out of the room, and he goes, <laughs> "Look, he's got a good heart." Good heart. I hit him but, one last time. Yeah. I go in, and now I got a shower because I just was in the ocean. A victory shower. Big hit. Big emotional hit. <gasps> because? Well, two reasons. Adrenaline dump. Yeah. When your adrenaline falls out from under you, you're playing like catch up. Yeah. For, and then I just was like, I don't. There's a big part of me that believes Jeff, they could have got him all the way in. Yeah. But I felt like. I I would want me to save me. Like, I have confidence in myself. So I was glad I, I was there for Bob. I have a masseuse I go to that he's like, I wish I could rub my own shoulders. That's what you're saying. A little bit. Like, you wish you could save yes. yourself. I don't know about Pete. If I'm bobbing in the water and I see me kind of lollygagging on the rocks, looking kind of <laughs> like a mountain goat... You'd just say, get somebody? I'd go like, go get <laughs> buddy. I'm I have get help, buddy. Get somebody. Get help. <laughs> you, you need me? I need you to get somebody. Unless, Dan, yeah. it's a reach situation. Oh, come on. Bring an old wingspan. Yes. Yep. You're you're going under a bridge. Yeah, you're like the Jordan You need poster. someone to dangle like yes. a rope ladder. That's also parallel. Yes. Rope ladder. Yes. Look, everyone listening to this podcast right now, you're being blessed with a great story right up top. What is this, a Netflix action movie? Ooh. With the promise of some Chicago talk coming in hot. Oh, yeah. A time when we I didn't it. know that I knew you. That's going to be great. And you're going to, somebody listening might be caught in a riptide at some point. God forbid. Parallel. No, no way. Yeah. And you're going to go, parallel. What's parallel? Do I swim towards the <laughs> shore? I'm going to put that one on them. And then... Just well, a that's, little. That's the lazy punchline. Maybe we don't. Do you know what? You. Even if you don't, Wait, you're going to go ra- railroad tracks. Yeah, swim parallel. Because can, for all our be people, panicking. even if you find yourself in one, it might not bring you in, but you will stop going out. So you'll be there long enough for someone to come get you. There you go. Yeah. Now Either, you got... you're double covered. You're either going to go in yep. by going parallel, or because you'll, you'll stop get up. Out. You'll stop going out. I vividly remember being in the Cape and being like, I think something's pulling me out and just looking at... That's that's not when you want to see your dad with a, a bush light in his hand. Hand to George Carlin. I was standing, <laughs> looking at the water an hour before, and I thought, that's ah, too choppy to get in. Yeah. And I, could you can sometimes you can feel it. You oh, grew yeah. up close enough to it, too. I feel like people yeah. really close to oceans are kind of like, oh, that doesn't look good it's today. It's the same thing with livestock. Yes. People in the Midwest yep. go like, I don't know about that That You know Jenny. what it is for us? I don't know about that Jenny. Corn. Corn. I can tell you in June how, what we're going to have the third, fourth week of July. Now, granted, I did... What do you mean have? I did, like, how our corn's going to be output? for the season. Where it should be by that time of the year. I see. What's looking good. Yeah. This is called connection to the earth. Yeah. We lose so much of it. I know. And I think do you ever about, think about that? You ever do Big Sur? You've done Big Sur. You've done Big Sur. You've camped in Big Sur. I've never been You've to Big Sur. You've definitely camped in Big Sur. You, you ever notice you just start saying hi to everybody? No I one mean, has I cell phone service. <laughs> but you've never done a camp? I, I know like, what you mean. No one has cell phone service. So all of a sudden it's like, hey, hey, you want, we have apples. You want an apple? Yeah. It's just It just brings everybody back in. I'll say that. Okay, so we were just talking about the movie My Dinner with Andre. Have you seen it? I only know it from the joke in Waiting for Guffman. It's and I know what it is, but I've never Guffman. seen it. 
I'm going to go ahead and say it's like an amazing podcast as a movie. I so if you're check out for everything mood, I know about it. If you're ever in the mood for an amazing podcast, and it helps to know that everything uh, the guy says is true of his life. So that's okay. really helpful to know. Sure. So any who's a woozle, he tells, and I already said this on the We Made It Weird this Friday, but they talk about electric blankets. And they're like, uh, I love my electric blanket. It's the guy, it's inconceivable. Oh, yeah, I love him. He's yeah. like, I love my electric blanket. <laughs> yeah. It gets very cold in my apartment. But what I- if you? <laughs> <laughs> There's his, that's his, right? I okay, powder. I can't do it. You can do it, and I can't do it, and I love it. I just start doing the guy from Warrior again, <laughs> just because I feel inadequate. But what if you? You come in my house, <laughs> and you move my glass, and this is my glass is poison, blanket. and your glass is poison, <laughs> and you think that I don't think you would have switched these two? Oh, my God. <laughs> We just, oh, but the joke's on you because when you turn your back, I switched him again. <laughs> and then he drops. Well, you dead. want me to think? Uh, oh, Princess Bride, but completely recast. A hundred percent. Does anybody want a peanut? <laughs> oh, what are the other lines that I have? She's got a big ass. <laughs> no fun in, in Princess Bride. Oh yeah. Marriage. That's good. Marriage <laughs> is what totally, brings us. He could together totally do that. Couldn't today. He? Now he's old enough too to that. My name is Anigo. I can't do it that good. Very good. good. Yeah, yeah but you could do do yeah. Mark Wahlberg doing my name is Anigo if you want. It's your so favorite. My name, my name is Anigo Montoya. I swear to God, dude. You killed my father. Don't even prepare to die. You're just gonna die. There's no prep. You don't get to prep. I don't need I've you. Prepped. I don't I've prepped. I've prepped to kill you. Don't, you don't get I don't need you prepping. I don't give you the courtesy. You don't get to prep. Do you think I came all the way here to find your ass to let you prep? Why would you let him prep? You don't get to prep. I'm here to murder you. You kill my fucking dad, dude. I want you to not like it. You kill my dad. I come here to kill you. You don't get to prep. (laughs) (laughs) The camera whips to the script supervisor. See... Seeing if he's doing the lines and she's just, I what do you know. want me to do? I don't know. <laughs> don't fucking look at her. You look back at me. I'm not letting him prep like he's, he's breaking all the oh walls. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and the other editor. Don't you fucking cut. Don't you fucking cut. This is my fucking movie. And then the guy. It's actually about kill. a lot of characters. Christopher Guest definitely thinks Mark Wahlberg is going to kill him. <laughs> yes. This ends with him. Yes. He takes off the prop oh, sixth finger God. and goes, it's just a movie, Mark. It's oh, just a movie. No, No, put the finger back on. I know. Because an actor prepares. Oh. That's when you prep. Did we had, we had John C. Riley at Largo. Hey. <laughs> I did that for him once. He did not like it. And and, and, and it's, he did it's, like he's, it. he's, it's almost, in my opinion, better for it. Like, yeah, you are you. Yeah, that's right. Yes. It wouldn't be cool if he was like... But you know why he didn't what like if he it? Went, <clears throat> the story I'm about yeah, to tell. I know. I, I, I you do, know why he didn't like it? I do kind of a voice. I do a voice, and it's funny, and it's interior. Yeah, I kind of talk like a Muppet. I, know. I talk like Wreck-It Ralph. You I know. can't do it. I can't find it. I can't... No, it's like when I, he's mm-hmm. playing the flute in... Yeah. And you know what? Later, you're going to do I the dishes, it. and it's going to be... It's yeah, going to pop. I'll find it. I'll drop in. Um, I wanted to ask him so bad about the Boogie Nights with Mark. What part? Where he throws the thing at his head and they almost go at each other. Because much like you, he's like, I'm not going to be a, I, 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 I know you're doing your fun joke stuff. I'm not a joke. I'm not doing your joke. Tell me the story. I don't understand oh, the story you I'm, not, I'm being uh, dropped bro, Have you not watched uh, the, uh, the commentary of Boogie Nights? No. And he brings everybody in at different times to talk about other parts. And so John C. Riley, is, hey. it's, yes, it's just Wahlberg just being Mark. Like, oh, you, f- you think you're fucking big time, huh? Like you're the serious actor? Like that sort of shit, right? In the commentary? In the shoot in the shoot 
And so he You're telling sorry, you're telling me the story that during the shoot, not on camera, right. he's talking Just like being, you think he's I'm, a big I'm actor? a big dog. I'm a big, big actor. actor. Yeah. Okay, right. right. I'm the big dog. You right? think you should be the star? Right. All right. And so he throws a marshmallow or something at the back of his head and John's had it. And and JCR goes up to him and is like they're gonna You wanna go. fuck with me? Right. Because you really kind of don't when you think about it, like with John C. Riley. No, there's something in his he'll face. He'll find a bottle. He'll find. Yeah, he'll find something under your or armpit he, that you didn't know he yes. has thumb in it, and so he'll turn half your body to jelly. PTA. The next day, Paul Thomas Anderson changes down all the all of the uh, the script, like what they're supposed to shoot, and the next day they shoot the them hanging by the pool and makes them sit next to each other for twelve hours. And talk and have to like because he was like I just can't, but but John C. Riley like was having none of it. I wanted to ask him about it so bad, but I of I knew I would get what you did. got. Where he'd go, it's not an important story. I don't know that that doesn't seem like something I want to talk about. Yeah 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 yeah. Well, it's a long time That's ago. A long, Mark's a good guy. Yes, and that yeah, probably is how they feel about each other. Because most of the guy, most of the push around guys, when you push them around, now they kind of like you a little bit. Yeah, that's right. I know you share wounds. Second City guy, I we would walk through the theater and I'd be like, hey man. Just wouldn't even acknowledge me. So I go, oh, you're a mean guy. Your your thing is you're a mean guy. And so three weeks, didn't speak to him at all. After about three weeks, he's like, dude, we're getting drinks after, after a shift if you want to come grab one. And I was like, no, I know. I'm fine with you. But I needed to be mean for you to like me. Like so much. Yeah. Like we're isolating characters. You and I are very gregarious, but a lot of our com- uh, contemporaries are kind of like by stand-up comedy's nature are kind of like insular yeah, people. Yeah, sure. And that I've just, there's just some people that like, oh, if you are nice, they like don't trust it or they think like you're right. weak or something. So right. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just be, I can be Midwestern farm kid dick to you for three weeks if you want. <laughs> and I did. Who, and is, then, who was this guy? Yeah. This some guy, his guy name was guy. Shay. Oh, Shay. Yeah. It was both sound like nicknames. <laughs> it does. Guy, Shay. Nice guy. Yeah. But I, I, it always bummed me out that I had to be mean. Did you hear the... I had to push him back for him to be like, I don't like you. Everybody's looking for shared wounds, and I don't know what your wound is, but like oh, you're many. very good at hearing, and I, I love being heard, and yes. I like hearing people, and you... Yeah, so yeah. it's like improv sort of instincts. Yeah. We like that, and that, for me was because I was raised in a family where I didn't necessarily uh, feel super heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you want to make me feel unsafe, uh, have a glazed over. I'm not talking about my family per se. Yes, no, saying, I get like a glazed you. look in your eye and not hearing me and not and certainly not understanding me mm-hmm. and not like respecting my feelings. So if you want to like make me love you, which is what you do, you hear, you react, you add to it. Sure. That's why I love improv. Yes. But other people have other wounds. It's like yeah. uh, they get big and scary. I get big and scary. Right, and then they look right. for the other people that respond to the hardships of life in the same way. And that bonds them. I have to think that's, that, that's why. They, and yeah. that's what MAGA is. And that's what Yo, everything is. It's all anger. Everything is all just like, how were you fucked by your family? Yep. And then those things congeal together. Mm-hmm. Like wounds, they congeal together. And that's how they heal. They yes. get together and they go like, life is fucked up in this way, isn't it? Yes. And I'm sort of like a candy ass sort of L.A. guy that's like, let's just listen to each other. <laughs> and that's just not a hard enough drug for a lot of people. I They're agree like, with you. Let's fucking punch some noses or whatever it is. They find it, it, for some people, it feels Different so wounds. distrusting. But that speaks to whatever their wound is. But also, what am I doing by like, listening and, and, and yes, I, I, it, it's sort of another type of peacocking. Is you're like, are you smart? 
Do you yeah. listen? Right. Can you add? Can you understand? Like you have that bit. I was listening. You're like you said like vestibule, and you, and and the the punchline is. Yeah. I'm just saying that to prove I have a good vocabulary. Yes, isn't that what we're all kind of doing? Mm-hmm. And isn't that why like coastal elites are sort of like dickheads to like more? And of they a, laugh because they feel good that they knew. You're going to use big words yeah, like is. that, and yeah. you're going to fucking Mr. Fuck, try three dollar word. It's it's, yeah, uh, word, it's Goodwill yeah. Hunting. It's like mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna use some big words and embarrass my friend. Mm-hmm. Like you think because we're knuckleheads we don't we can't read books. That's that scene is like a lot of what's going on yeah. in the world right now. And I'm sad to say I'm the guy with the ponytail. How do you mean? The Michael Bolton guy in Goodwill Hunting. Oh. Michael Bolton wasn't sitting with us, so to speak. <laughs> uh, mini driver impression coming in H O T. Tell me you don't love me. Tell me you don't love me. Oh. You don't want to hear that, Skylar, that this isn't fucking surgery. It's not very good. It was like Eddie Pepitone. Can I ask you an honest question to your heart? Yeah. When he talks about how he just gets numbers. Yeah. Did you feel that way about comedy when you saw that scene? Yeah. Me too. (laughs) And that's why I brought it up. So I could say that me as well. (laughs) That, that is the best description of talent. What, what talent can feel like. Right. Is you're just like, you see, I see 88 keys and I see a block of wood and 88 keys. You see Beethoven. I see chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could just play. Beethoven could just play. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. Guys that can play baseball or people that can fight yeah. or people that can paint or, or people sing. that can teach or yeah. sing or write. Yeah. They can just sort of – it's not that they can just do it, but there's enough carrot stick ratio. Yes. Like the stick is where you want to go, but you're getting nibbles of that carrot. It's like you're, you know, you're leading a donkey with a carrot, but it's close enough. That's what talent is. Mm-hmm. Are you close enough to get like nibbles of the carrot? Mm-hmm. You still have to go on the journey. You still have to be movi- motivated by getting most of that carrot later. Yeah, but you get nibbles, and that's what talent feels like. Is you're like, I, I'm getting feedback that I'm good at this. What shocked me so much is when you would see people without any talent work so hard. And then people with immense talent, and you can't get them to come out and just do a set. Yeah, and it, it, it like breaks my heart. Yeah, and then I and then it breaks my heart that I have to respect the no talent people that work so hard because I have to. Yeah, that's right. I have to. I always. I don't know if you're this. No, way. Look, I'm not saying I'm some fucking savant, but I feel like I have a good, like you were saying, ratio. Yeah, you right. I wish I carrot. worked harder. I also wish I was way more talented. Yeah, but but for some people, but you got to get like, it right. Yeah, you got to get the ratio right. Right, because some of the funniest people I've ever known in my life, and I can't even just say it wasn't that they didn't work hard. Two old farts, poor Katie. You're just some young woman at a bar listening to two shitheads <laughs> swap war stories, telling you talent isn't enough, hard work ain't enough. Now the movie is called A Bronx Tale. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, it's a true line though. Uh, is that saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Well, I lo- have you seen the movie this? The Founder starring Mm-mm. Michael Keaton? Love him, Kay. I have not Well, seen you're going to love The Founder more really? than you thought you were going but to. But why did it get mixed? Why was it so mixed? Because it's, but, a, I could, it's a movie I, I could see where I'm like, I could see someone not liking that. But sometimes I love a good mixed because then you're like, they did not make this for everybody, which means I might love That's it. That's sort of what I'm saying. Okay. And if you love MK, and how can you not love MK? Oh, my God. Spotlight? Get into my car and I mean, do donuts yeah, yeah, with yeah. me because yeah. it's MK. Yeah. I met MK at Largo. He came backstage. And? It was unbelievable. <gasps> that, that was just for us. You can't even put that on audio. He just did a physical impression of MK, Michael Keaton. Yeah, man. I love when you... Uh... Oh, yeah! <laughs> do you know the MK story? Can I tell this? Does I it w- matter? Go ahead. 
I don't really have a story. He was just very nice. Well, this is just one I got to watch because of our friend. Well, he's not even our friend. I wish. David Letterman. He goes, uh, he said he was in a press junk, whatever, some like green room waiting for things or whatever. And um, he was talking about how much he loved doing stand-up. I think people are always surprised. If you haven't been there a lot, you go into the comedy store and his name's in neon. And people are like, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton? Yeah. He loves stand-up so much, right? But the Mr. Mom and the everything. And then, as we know, right? Yeah, that Batman. Once you you get on the front of the train, or even the back of the train, once you get on the train, right? You've... You did a TV show about stand-up, and you're in another one. You, I'm sure you've seen how hard it is to keep doing stand-up sure. once you're, like, calls and number one yeah, on the yeah, call yeah, sheet. Yeah. And all this. So anyway, right. he loved it so much, but he said he was in a green room, and a person goes, you did, you did, you, you were stand-up, right? And Michael King goes, yeah, yeah. And he says, Very uh, good. thank you. And he says, There are only uh, a few moments I wish we put this on YouTube. <laughs> he says, uh, Not enough to make, I'd have to put on The shoes. guy looked at him as another actor, and he goes, you know what? I didn't go that route. That wasn't my thing to get here. And Michael Keaton in that moment was so crestfallen because he was like, oh, you are of that school that you think stand-up is a vehicle. Is a vehicle. Yeah. Whereas people probably, he felt like people probably think that of me, but it, I, oh, I just couldn't. You know what's weird? Once you do Batman. You go like, oh, you, dr- you rode it, it on the, your time, the stand-up bicycle just to get into show business. Right, but he, did, he didn't. It just was well, his, you, his you know he was what? on a whole different train. It his uh, his face to me says he's a stand up comedian. Something about the way he looks. Oh yeah, and when you hear him talk about it, like, like I've heard him talk about it a couple times. Like, he loves oh, yeah, it. You, yeah, yeah. Really? It's he wishes so much he could have kept. But if you're really, really good, and you're spending nine months out of your year making movies, yeah. If you're really good and you really love it, then you know you don't have the time to go out and make people pay to watch you do an hour, three months. Right. Yeah. You know. I understand. You, if, if you don't respect it, if you don't really love it, no, then he yeah, loved you could just so go much. out and sell he King Solomon it. Right. He said you that. Yeah. You're going to split it or you're going to have it? You let can, them yeah, have it. Let them have it. Yeah. Michael Keaton let us have the baby of his stand-up. And that baby grew up and it works at H&R Block. <laughs> it doesn't work in show business. It does a good job, though. Uh, I love it and I need it. I don't know how we got there from talent, but sorry. I don't know how we got there either. And I, I'm not too worried about it. Okay. Me either. I said I met Michael Keaton. I said, oh. We're talking about talent. We're talk- yeah. Thank you. I love other podcasters. Because <laughs> I'm Cause usually the one putting the, putting the toothpicks in those club sandwiches. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, people give me, uh, sometimes I get a hard time. Like, I'm not really hosting the show. And it's like, well, you know, you try it. See how many threads get lost. And uh, I can tell you I'm ex- over here with the cellophane toothpicks keeping shit together. I can tell but you not something today. completely different. Dan Van Kirk did. Remember the very first time I saw you as a human up. being? I'm going to put this pinky up. And Do this it. is me saying, don't Do forget the founder, Michael Keaton. Yes. I'm going to tell you what it was. Oh, but uh, That's when I first came out here, it's a toothpick. because of my work at Second City, I got to be an intern at UCB. Uh-huh. Tuesday nights, clean toilets, vacuum really? the floors. Nothing Tuesday like night improviser was Douglas Movies, DLM. Comedy Death Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, predominantly a, a musical improv group called diamond lion mm-hmm. and they were paired with somebody else arguably in my opinion if you want to like get into comedy and that's just, a night yeah you could just sit there from 6 p.m you're seeing everything midnight podcasting stand up stand up some of the best stand up i mean festival level stand up lineups yeah and i watched you do a set 
I think you had, it was probably 2011, like this. Like 2012. This. this is nice. You had just moved there. And I was like, man, that dude's fucking good at oh, stand-up. Oh, thanks, man. And I told you outside I had no context for anything. And then, you know, yeah, years later, I, like, I know you and stuff like that. I was like, well, yeah, of course. Chicago, then I found out. <sighs> and then New York. And I was like, of course he was fucking good. But you had just walked into the door of my eyes. I had That's never, right. And I was like, wow, that's great stand-up. I love that. And I love that you had the... Uh, this, I, I don't know if I'm going to do this on stage, but sometimes I'll be on a lineup. I was on a Supernova show or something. There, like, yeah. We just added Pete Holmes and somebody was like, never heard of him. And I was like, this is you hearing about me. <laughs> like, yeah. You seeing my name on the lineup. You just you heard did, about yeah. me. <laughs> I can't tell if that's no, too... No, if I show you a picture and yeah. you go, never heard of him. That's it. True. That's fine. But I just told you. Yeah. So I bet you you have. You've just now heard right. of him. You can now, now long, no longer can you say I haven't heard I of always loved that thing you used to say where you were like, no other job where people make you prove it. Where you're like, <laughs> what do you do? I'm a comic. I'm kind of right. I do prove stuff. it. Where? What have you been? What have I seen? Yeah. Nobody's going to plumbers being like, take me to the houses you've worked on. Let me turn these faucets That's on. That's really funny. You said it. I know. I'm appreciating it. <laughs> I think it's because... There, oh God, and I say this with love. I really do. And I still got my pinky up for the founder. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's not even that good. I just want to prove that I'll remember. The people that start stand up, it's like we were joking on your podcast, Pen Pals with Roy Scovel. I mm-hmm. have, I've had this treadmill. I've been using it every day for maybe two and a half weeks. This is where it happens? This is where it happens. This is the Hamilton of it this all? This is the Hamilton of okay. it all. <laughs> this is the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe you can get a, you day, a good sweat in here. Maybe day, yeah, sure. Maybe day three of using it, I already was going around being like, I'm an exercise guy. Yeah, and that's what people do with stand up. They do it three times over mm-hmm. six years, and mm-hmm. they're like, I'm a comedian, and that's where you get prove it culture because everybody's got a yeah. cousin. And you know what? Sometimes it's not even them. Like I, my parents were just in town. Yikes! And uh, <laughs> I went to the, their hotel. And there's always some older couple talking to them. And my parents, this is something. Oh, here, ring the bell. I'm saying something nice about my folks. They love bragging about me. It's very sweet. Of course. And I come in and they're bragging about me. Yes. And they go, here he is. There's Peter now. Well, you've never seen Crash Town. That's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another older couple and they're going like, we have a friend who's a comedian, Bobby Linguini. And, and right. then like, poor Bobby Linguini. Right. Might not even identify as a comedian. Right. You know what I mean? Right. He was in a movie that was a comedy and they call him a comedian. Sure. This is also where you get prove it culture. Not just comedians false representing as comedians, but other people imposing other people with the label comedian. Mm-hmm. When really comedian means you do stand up in nightclubs. Right. Right? Yeah. Unless you're putting a word like YouTube in front of that, which right. is fine. Sure. YouTube comedian, it's fine. It's different from a comedian. Right. Who cares? We're but really in that territory you, that you people split make it. podcasts. You for, split it. Way. You split it, right? Split what? Comic, comedian. I don't like comic. I make comedy. Unless I'm with a bunch of comics and I'm like, yeah, I'm a comic. <laughs> but I, I find it too, because you write, you act. Yes, of course. Comedian. It's right. better to be a comedian. But if you don't do any of those things, are you just a comic? Yeah, if you just do stand-up, you're, you're a comic. comic. Okay. The, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. And it's not bad. No. Because comic is always said with pride. A hundred There's a lot of people. Nobody says he's a comedian's comedian. That's right. Dave, he's a comic comic. And Dave Attell is a comic. And he'll act in things, but you can feel the, um, come on, right. I'm a comic. I'm a comic. Even though I think he's great. He was great. Of on, course he's great. He was great on Crashdown. <laughs> and really sweet. Yeah. And you'd give him a tag and he'd do it. 
not just because it was your show, because other people were giving him tags. I'd give him tags. People would give, like workshop and roast jokes mm-hmm. and stuff. It was really fun. Now we're just talking. All right. In the founder, he plays his little motivational record at the beginning. They go, there's no greater cliche than uh, wasted talent or something like that. It's just talking about like it's a that's a that's like a it's like it's, a it's overdone to death. The most talented guy you know. I don't even know. I've always I, I've said this a million times. I'm the f- third funniest person in my group of friends because they didn't have the wound. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's getting or you. Or they didn't have the delusion. They, they didn't have the delusion because on some and level they didn't have the wound on yeah. some level, and you'll that's see right. it with people who are working out some angry things in okay, their life. Okay, I'm already in the Captain America chamber and one of the vials that's going and I start screaming yeah. has the word delusion on it yeah. and the other vial goes and I'm screaming even louder and it goes wound. Yeah. That's what you need to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. There's something about the you that has, I mean, we're so navel right now but there's something about you that We're oranges, baby. That is like uh, No, 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 I'm the one who gets to talk. Yeah, that's right, and that's just delusion. And my friend Thomas, who no, it's healthy if you if it if it proves to be true. Yes, but on some level, like somebody looked at Robert De Niro and was like, "You're really going to move to New York and do it?" Now, I know he's from New York, but I'm still saying, of like, course, like you're, you're really, going to go to the big, you're really going to go to Manhattan and do it. Yeah, you're really going to below Fifteenth Street, and you really think they you think they're going to respect you down there? Like he was delusional. Someone doubted De Niro, and by the way, De Niro was delusional. Of course, he because has to guess be. what? You think about this all the time. So there's that guy in the movie Fury, which you told me to watch. And yes. there's the other guy in the movie that's like, uh, he plays the Punisher. You yes. You know who I'm talking Dan, about? Uh, uh, you know John Bernthal. Okay. I feel like if John Bernthal had gotten to the finish line just a little bit faster, he'd be Brad Pitt. They're very similar dudes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lick-lipping, mm-hmm. lip-licking. There's a lot of interesting acting. There's a lot of like, have you seen uh, the fucking- A lot fucking, of brow work. The uh, motherfucking- uh, Accountant, I'm ashamed. I've seen it so many times. No, it's good. I like it. Is that the Damon? It's Ben. It's Ben. It's Ben. What? Anyway, oh yes, it has the Punisher in it, and he's doing. No disrespect to the man, he's doing a Brad Pitt impression. Basically, he's like, "Come on, Simon, you're gonna let me hit you twice in the same spot." That's good. A lot of like, like, like. He should be eating an apple, and and what I'm saying is, eating an apple as mammals, we go there can only be one. Even if someone could do a perfect Brad Pitt in another movie, they're, they're very rarely. Although I think there's a couple fast benders going around. But you isn't <laughs> isn't isn't Slater and Nicholson? Without, yeah, without, there was a time with, when Armageddon deep impacted. They would have a Slater and a Nicholson. But but what he didn't have was the like you were pretty sure Nicholson would stab you, and I don't think you ever felt like Slater would stab you. Christian Slater, not AC. You, yes, yeah, AC is yeah, yeah. not stabbing anybody. <laughs> not with that stuff with them dimps. Can I say that with love? I'm going to say that I'm enjoying this broadcast 10 out of 10. Thanks, buddy. And I want... Me too. I, but we... And... It's not even but. And we are just talking about what we want to talk about. And if anyone's enjoying it... <gasps> we did it! What? This is mixed. How do you mean? I mean, it's not necessarily for everybody. I'm not saying... Oh, yes. What I'm saying is, whoever's well, when do you enjoying think they got this... Out? And still, they got out when they were like, "If they're not going to fucking tell what happened to Bob, I'm not. I can't keep." Well, doing this. they're not listening to this podcast if they're like, "I listen for clean, tight, linear stories where the host is not love, interject." But you know what I love? I love a cruise ship, right? The Bob story was the cruise, if and we would stop. Think, at, we stopped at little islands along the way. If you think the point of a story is the end, you're you're misinterpreting. Look, life. so many people are going to hate me for this, but not you. Hit it. 
It's what I love about stand-up when you are telling a story and you're like, oh, I can go over here for a while. Uh, we call it burbiglying. Yes. Burbiglying. And doesn't but it also, feel so good it's, when you're it's, like, I can go here for a while? It's people that go to Disney World and take out the map. Just give it a saunter. See how it feels. Yes. Just feel the, the titillation in your heart Count when you go, torches. is that pirates? Right. Where do you think you are? A bad neighborhood? Everywhere you go with something fun, get right. in line. Yes. And guess what? This is a Seinfeld thing. It's in sign language. I've never seen him do it live, but he goes, it's not the movie. It's driving to the movies. It's one of the keys of life. Mm-hmm. What that line? It's not the movie. Yep. It's the drive to the movies. Oh, yeah. And if you think, the po- even this podcast, the point is me saying, so what was it like being from Rochelle? Yep. Get the fuck out of here. That's why, you know, but, it, but- it's not for everybody, but- I like living like whatever's happening is what's happening. It's a my good, it's a good my family has a little cottage, little cabin in Wisconsin. Mm. You know what? Two of my best highlights every time, mm. ever since I was a little kid, pulling into the driveway, yeah, of course, walking down to the beach. Yeah, it's the it's on the way. Yes, and I said this. So old Phoebe Bridge, Phoebe Bridges did my Largo show. Yeah, but she was a surprise guest. Yeah, and I'm on stage. How much I, of a surprise to you? Well, I knew. Okay, you knew from the jump. I didn't know, but if the day before, you're like, oh, no, fuck. You're fun. You're fun. Okay. You're fun and you're smart. Yeah. And you're valid and you're kind. Thanks, buddy. Everything's fine. Okay. No ridicule there. She could have been booked by Largo. Would have been a surprise to me. Because Flanny will say to you, like, what do you think? That's right. Yeah. But in that case, uh, Phoebe's, Phoebe's yeah. had yeah. done. <laughs> you just did a Flanny impression. She had done my podcast, so I reached out to her. So it, it was it, that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew. Yeah. I was yeah. in the know. Yeah. And then. Uh, I'm what am I? I'm I'm losing track. Oh right, I said to the audience who only knew that an amazing musical guest was there. Gotcha. And I said, "Look, I'm about to bring out the musical guest, but this moment mm-hmm. before you know who it is, right? When the fuse is lit, it's not the movie. It's the drive to the movies, mm-hmm. and it's not the guest. And I said this to them. What did I say? I said." As soon as I say their name. So great. And as soon as they come out. No, it's going to be great. But it's- and you're immediately going to start evaluating it. It's just what human beings do. Mm-hmm. How is it going? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, by the way, in Phoebe's case, it's, it's performing beyond expectations. Sure. She's opening with fucking uh, motion sickness. Yeah. You know, she's going crazy. Right. Strong. Right. Amazing. Right. But a lot of times, let's take a movie. Let's take Phoebe Bridge out. You go to a movie Sort of opens. It's a comedy. It wasn't that funny. Right. And you start doing it, and, and and you realize there's so many ways to be let down as as soon as you invite your evaluating brain into the experience. Very arc light or yeah. very LA. But yeah. what I'll miss most about the arc light mm. is walking up those steps. That's what I'm saying. I know, same man. And I that think, was my first thought I think when, when they said it's not reopening. For everybody who doesn't know, arc light was kind of the premiere. Isn't it going to reopen? Well, there's a, there's a some talks. Yeah, but I'm just saying it, it, we we all thought we lost it for a while, and and, and we still think we might have right. But it's but a movie it was, it, They have a huge... I mean, it, it is a grand place. It feels like where you would see movies. That's right. It looks like the Titanic. Yes. It looks you can like, be blasé about some things, Rose, yeah. but not about the arc light. Rose! <laughs> I always win, Jack. Ooh, very good. Thanks, you kind of look like him, too. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll go Zane. You can Zane me all day. Um, I was but, silent laughing that whole time. Not good. Not good radio. <laughs> silent laughter. But that walk. That's the first thing I thought was having a. a, a well, Dan, a, let me tell you something. When you're dying, you're you're 115. I can't believe you made it that long. Thank it's you. Incredible. Me and Bob. You and Bob. He's he's, he's like there. he's almost 170 yeah. at this point. Uh, 
I think the 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 images that are going to flash before our brain, before our eyes, are things like pulling into the driveway mm-hmm. are things like going up the mm-hmm. stairs it's before th- it's when the heart was still steering mm-hmm. infinite potential mm-hmm. it's um it's pulling up to the restaurant where you're gonna meet the the date it's not the date yeah. as soon as you go into the date you're like Amen. she eats her peas one at a time yeah you know what i mean or whatever yeah. it might be that's from seinfeld but you know what i'm yeah. saying when the heart gets here's my theory about film in general by the way it lets everything in what we do with our our eyes is we are prioritizing reality. So right now you might be looking at my face and you're kind of soft focus everything else. Right. That's what we do. But film flattens an image out and everything is given equal equal weight yes. for the most part. Sure. I know sometimes I do deep focus and stuff, but usually you can see everything really vividly. So it's a and what happens when you take drugs? Your your pupils dilate and right. you're letting in more light. More. So a, a lens of a camera is like a drugged eye. And when you're on drugs, it's amazing because you're seeing how incredible the world is. So they're saying, here, let us flatten the majesty of reality mm-hmm. and put it on a big screen and let you look at whatever part of it you want mm-hmm. to. But any part you choose will be in perfect focus and, and available to you. Right. And that's the heart. It's wide open and it lets everything in. Yep. And the and the head uh, evaluates the movie. It wasn't a good movie. It wasn't a good date. And those aren't the best memories. It's you, those moments before. There is a point after a date has started, and I've told people this because it, it dawned on me t- 10, 15 years ago. The first time you make out with someone, that's the most you will ever kiss in one session. Wow. Because after that, you it's go to the removing that. of the clothes and the having the sex or the whatever. Yeah. But now... I'm sure I'm somebody's already typing up a DM to me that says we practice makeout sessions and we go for longer. Well, Val loves and I would say, out and I would Val say kudos. Say, but that let's make out. Traditionally, that first. I understand. You're right. Uh, if old Petey was steering the pirate ship, we'd be going into Jamaica right now to get their rum. I'm just kidding. Yes. Uh, if Petey was steering the pirate ship, we probably wouldn't make out ever again, and that's sort of sad. Mm-hmm. And Val loves making out, and there's a good relationship tip. She'll just be like, "Let's just make out." Yeah. Because. Because of the heartbreaking thing you're saying. Right. And I'm not even a huge smoocher. Meaning it's not like... But do you remember... It doesn't like, light me on fire. The first time... The first time... Val probably intimately touched your leg or your hand. Sure. You probably had rush of blood, right? Not to the head either. Right. The little one. The little head. Well, my, 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 my penis head is where that bigger goes? than my head. Why does our body and our hearts and our minds desensitize to this person's yeah. touch? Yeah. Because the first time you're like, it invigorates you. Yeah. And maybe that's acceptance, and now once you have that acceptance, you're not in fear of not having it anymore. Right. Maybe it is. Well, it, it's as the soon newness, as it right? Happened, we're, we're shiny people, we're shiny exactly, creatures. Like you're doing the podcast great. Again, I just want to compliment because as soon as Phoebe Bridgers plays one song, then the second song you're going to compare it. To we're the chasing first song. the dragon. You're chasing the dragon. I say this about vacations. Hit it. Your every, best night's your first night uh-huh. because every day after Val you're chasing this, the dragon and like, you're getting and you also know. How many more days do we leave? That's but that first night, nobody's thinking about when you're leaving. That's so the first good. Night. Get there as early as you can that first day. That's really true. Because nobody's thinking about when we're leaving. I uh, don't mean to disagree, but I'm so old. How old are you? I'm probably the same as you. Just turned 41. Really? All right. Yeah. I'm 42. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were at 31. Thanks, partner. Looking great. I'll take it. Feeling great? Mm-hmm. That's a question. Don't you, re- don't you also, you came to this. Hmm? Katie's probably come to it. You, you, 35 you decide how old you are. Am I wrong? You're so funny. Am I wrong? Think about it, Petrick. Dude, 
you decide how old you are. And my, my cousin, EMT fireman, and I said this to him, and he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He goes, I, we'll, go, we'll go to somebody's house, 39-year-old male. <laughs> Might as well be 50. We'll go to somebody's house, 47-year-old woman, 32. He, he goes, he goes. Blowing every dick off. They're just flying away like you that RoboCop get to pick. video. So from 35 to about 52, yeah. you're going to. Now, as you get to 52, people might guess 42. But from 35 to about 52, you're going to decide your mental, your physical, your overall health. Now, about 52. And sort of your approach. Yes. 52 to 72. That's yeah. your next window. You could be 52 and somebody, what are you, like 64? You could be 72 and somebody's like, what are you, like 60, 61? My, ro- my grandma, 91 years old. She could be a 91 in a home. She's a 91 who FaceTimes me. It's a, it, it, and she might as well be 78. Yeah. And so you, you get these windows. 35. This is it. What do you, you want to be? Because you're going to pick. That's really good. Don't you feel? That's, yes. Now, yes. 34-year-old Pete is not as smart as you. He's not as open-minded as you. He's not as learned as you. He's not as experienced as you. I like all of this. But he, you could be him right now. Right. That's right. He can't be me, but I can be him. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. I love that. So, like, people go... Now, people like to get ages because <laughs> it's an indic- For a lot of people, it, it tells them something, ballpark. but it doesn't. It is not an indication of character. Right. It is. It is. Even anything. It's what is it called? It, actuary, it, actuarial science. It's like like a you, tree. Like it, to tell you, are you, you going to say that you can just tell how old a person is? I don't well, know. sorry. It's, it's, no, I, I like derailed that. with a mistake. Go to what you were going. It wasn't a mistake. I think there's a tree-like component to this. What were you going to say? Actuary. If you are divorced, an actuary will tell you like how likely it is you'll remarry. Mm. It's all statistics, right? Human statistics. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of what an actuary yeah. does, and it's interesting that there's. Most people are falling into that, but there's probably that 2%. What you're saying is be that 2% Why not? that goes like, I know I'm 60. I know I'm twice divorced. Right. I know I'm supposed to. Because why are you dying? Right? Right. You're a, you're a widower. Right. And I know why Rosemary seven, And you're 75. Her grandkids lived with her. Nobody let her get old. Her is sisters, right? all their families moved away. They sat in that house every day and just marched down and down and down. Rosemary was like, Grandma, can you? I need you to give me a ride somewhere. Grandma, we just, we just didn't let her get old. Now, she's also been lucky and blessed to have not fallen on any, literally fallen or had any sort of like serious yeah. stuff, but yeah. she just stayed with it. Right. You know, but she I just do stayed feel like with there's it. a choice there. I the, really I, do. There is a choice. Because, there is you know, a choice. All... You, there's not with severe health issues, obviously, but like I, I, but some people there, just kind of let it, it there go. There are people in my family that couldn't wait to, to really be fucking old. Not just old, but oh, like, there's people in my family who couldn't wait to die. Hit it with a karate kick from reverse because, mm-hmm. yeah. Shoot the leg. Buddy, Ben Franklin said, uh, I think it was like two out of five or something are suicides. They're just living to die. Mm-hmm. They're just like rushing to die. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily because they're depressed. They're just sort yeah. of like not about Pete, it. I said to a family member, I believe you that you don't want to die, but I am nowhere near convinced that you want to live. Wow. And then did the violin swell? Because I'm I watching hired, an Academy Award movie yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. Well, it's I, a great movie. Thought. This would be good for the script. Dude, not wanting to die is off-brand Captain Crunch and wanting to live is a fucking garden mm-hmm. that will grow mm-hmm. the rest of your days. It's like amazing shit. Yeah, you got to have your why. If you don't have your why, you just well, you have, you have no have rudder. Meaning. You yeah, have, you need right. meaning. Yeah. 
You need, oh my God, Jesus the Lord. Jesus and Savior. the Lord. And Savior. If Jesus is over you. there eating a sandwich at the airport alone, and he's like, I didn't need Savior, but okay. For sure. He takes Thank another you. bite with $12 tuna Why do they sandwich. put onions on this? Onions wasn't even on the label. Am I wrong? Why do they do this? Why do they do this? At People, every fucking why store. Why do they do this? You look, lettuce, tomato, maybe some honey mustard, ham, <laughs> cheese, right? Maybe they even tell you it's Munster. And then you go in, purple onion. Nowhere listed. <laughs> Nowhere listed. If you got to get rid of purple onions that bad, fine. But put it on the goddamn label. Just, give me a pen. I'll write it on all these sandwiches. Purple onions, and I love it. Because it's what it is. It always is. They're red onions, I think. But Maybe. I don't even want to get in the game. Keep me in the car. I'll wait till it's over. Uh, maybe. I don't even want to get in the game. I've never had a podcast in recent, since Katie's been animating them. A different Katie. Katie Fischel. Where I'm like, I think it's every third moment we could animate. <laughs> I'm going to take that I, as a compliment. Of course it's a compliment. What, I'm taking insane? it. I'm taking it. I'm giving it. Taken. I'm not. I'm not ma- manning I you. Any, I don't have any money. What is that? I don't have any money. But what I do have <gasps> very specific set yeah, of skills. Yeah, yeah. I'm taken. I'm going to find your daughter. I'm going to find my daughter. I don't have any money. I'm going to take you. You've, well, you've watched The Grey. I have watched The Grey, the movie about, about how it. to die. I think about it so much. <laughs> Every time I fly, if there's no one next to me, I go, I will bend over and put both these seatbelts on. <sighs> Remember? That movie is just one death scene after another. Well, some people say they're dead the whole time. Is that what? Yeah, and they, once they let go, they, they ascend. Uh, I always think of the drowning scene in that movie. <laughs> Heavy. Mm-hmm. Heavy beans. Mm-hmm. They're dead the whole time. And the, yeah, yeah. and the wolf is deaf. It, it is your, it's the little, it's the little Jawas from Ghost. Why is that not a lawsuit? Jawas? Yeah, the Jawas. They were Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a birthday magician, but for me. <laughs> he's going to say some stuff. You won't know what he's saying. Then you'll get it. <laughs> you'll and you'll be it. delighted. Because we're there. You, the you've Jawas. always been there. You, you, sir, you've always been here. Yes. Sir. Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. Brown bread. The Jawas from Ghost. That right? Yeah, they're Jawas. Yes. And they just let like ILM just let it happen. No. They weren't going they wouldn't let the well, C- you don't touch C three Pete Holmes t shirt. Really? They took that down real fast. I was sort of touched that Industrial Light and Magic sent me a cease and desist. Because you've you've hit an exposure C- level. Dude, I'm not being false I'm, modest. These t shirts were I would white feel. below the radar. It was a small not far enough. production. They're just scouring. Like Jawas. Oh, you think? <laughs> I think they have real Jawas that are just scouring the desert of the internet. And they come at for you. anyone yeah. that dares to say, Han Rolo? <laughs> you have a Han Rolo t-shirt? I just made that It up. used to be okay to talk about Louis' show. And I always wanted to do a thing where you get somebody in Chewy. It. Yeah. Chewy, chewy, chewy. Did you, that was... Was it a thing? My longest running bit on the show, perhaps... Is my Halloween costume idea is Chewy CK? Yes. Yeah. You, because it's easy. You wear a black t shirt uh-huh. tucked in. Is he tucking? Is he in pants or are you just Donald Duck in it? Does Louis CK Donald Duck? Knowing what we know, well, he doesn't know, seem yeah, like a tucker. Right. right. So untucked and a Chewy mask mm-hmm. and a microphone. But you know what I like about it? Go around collecting those laughs. What is this? Chewbacca? Right. Chewy CK. <gasps> You just did that to me. And it opens. All right. We were in Chicago at the same time. What we does were, that mean? But I, I, didn't I don't know. remember that. 
You wouldn't. Because you, you had figured it out and I hadn't. So I'm driving a car and you're it's like you, on a one-wheeled bicycle. TJ and Kumail <laughs> and John. Yeah. Well, John was ahead of us. I know, but I mean, you guys yeah. were there. Yeah. CJ Sullivan. Yeah. Uh, you guys are all running around Lion's Head Pub, just making each other laugh. Lion's Den. Lion's Den. And uh, I, it was 2003. So I'm about to leave. You are? Mm-hmm. That's when you left? I left in four. Really? When did you get there? One? One. I got there right before 9-11. And I spent all of college with this guy who maybe you'll remember his name was Ryan. I can't remember his last name, but he was blind and he would do comedy. I don't remember a blind man. And he was like, you should do stand-up, you should do stand-up. And I knew I wanted to. And I just couldn't. Sort of a cliche that the blind guy's like a prophet. Mm-hmm. He touches you and goes, mm-hmm. do comedy. Yeah, yeah, you know, All right. Yeah. And I'm like, Ryan. I just don't see it. And he's like, feel it. That's what I do. <laughs> so uh, uh, I get done and then I just go do other life stuff for like six years. Wait, you came and did the never, lines then? No, oh. I never. And then I, I was working at the Reader and I worked at the Onion. All the free papers. And I just kept knowing like, I want to be over on that side of the room. I was selling ads. Yeah. And then to, I, it ends up being a positive, but to my detriment at the time, I reached the age. You need to be young enough to, you, most of the time you don't even know you're bad. Sure. You know? And so I was old enough. I was 28, 29. So I knew that I was bad. I knew it was bad. And then every Tuesday night, I'm watching Comedy Death Ray, Comedy Bang Bang. So now also I know what's uh, really fucking good. Yeah, not, not and, helpful. Yeah. And everybody who loves you will tell you, don't start in L.A. Yeah, why did you move to L.A.? Because I had a... It was like June 2006, and a girl and I was dating ended things. And I had just finally felt like I was old enough that no one in my family depended on me anymore. Oh, that's very well And behaved. I was like, I should do what I want to do. And so I moved out here, and I was here for two years. Then I went back for a year to Chicago, worked at Second City. Um, and then I came back out here in 2011. What and was that about? I was dating somebody. And six months after those two years, I was kind of one foot in Chicago, one foot here. Oh, you were you dating someone in Chicago? Yeah, for, oh, wow. for those first two years I was here. And then I went back, and six months into being there, that ended. And I remember that ended like very traumatically. Like It was like, get up. I'm having a... Um, uh, I hate saying this because there's no way to not make it sound light, but I don't mean it light. This person said, get up, without telling me. I quickly figured out, was having a psychotic break. And was like, get out. Get out of this house. You don't live here anymore. You, you've made up your cousin doesn't exist. You're trying to steal from my mom. Her, her mind was creating realities that weren't true. But if true, would definitely require us to break up. So her, something in her conscious was taking over saying, like, you need to end this. And you can't face things or deal with things. So we're going to take over. And we'll just create stuff that will give you that result. Like, you need to break up. You'll never do it. Right. So let's make some stuff to help you do it. Yeah. So a, a, a part of... I feel like that is maybe an exaggerated version and of what I'd the say mind that lightly. I just want everybody to know I take mental health very seriously. No, I understand. Yeah. But I actually think that's sort of one of the ways we lie to ourselves all the time. Meaning that is a very uh, that's the world series of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, most yeah. of us are playing like stickball in the alley. Or we self sabotage without even knowing. That's what I mean. Yes, You're yes, not even yes. aware of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm catching myself doing this all the time. Oh like, yeah, yeah. 
like positioning or, or vying just, for being the favorite right. in some situation and 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 after the word afterwards you're like fuck there's something else with its hand on the wheel that's not me right and so that just ended that was just like whoa like for a person who dealt with a lot of loss and had thought i had found somebody that was not going to leave and then to have them be like get out mm. that's like super trauma but i still remember a, the day after that happened, I was in the bathroom at Second City. I took a phone call from my mom because she was worried about me. And I said, I'm going to move back to L.A. I'm going to work my ass off. And whatever I achieve in this career endeavor that I have none of at the moment, I'm serving nachos at Second City, uh, will be due to the fact that this relationship ended. Now, that's good mm-hmm. if you want to propel yourself towards your work. Not good if you're going to use that to never really deal with what the fuck just happened the heartbreak of it. yes yeah but you were yeah. like mom i think we have enough money from stealing from her and her family these <laughs> yes. past years. i got that 82 dollars when i tricked her mom into donating my kickstarter we have it yes <laughs> <laughs> wait so you didn't deal with it was this was, was a years. sad one it was years yeah this was a big one yeah it was years and when I, she you ever look back like, on a time when you're like wow look at the fog i was in that i didn't no one told me the visibility was so low I just thought, like people who the people who like you hand them your glasses, and they go whoa, and you're like, or the kid, the Instagram kid who gets to see color for the first time. I, oh yeah, yes, sure. it's that right. You look back and you go, wow, I that, didn't. That's I didn't un- trust that anybody. Eyeglasses thing is an unbelievable. Oh. No, what you just said. I'm saying oh. that visual way of understanding because that person's brilliant. gonna look back at everything they've ever looked at and go, I was never seeing it. No one, I didn't know I wasn't seeing. Oh my, you don't know what you don't know. Yes. And you were seeing, because you didn't process that breakup, oh, yeah. you had some really but I, fucked up perspective. But I did need to do what I needed to do with my life. So there's still, I don't want to say, I I'm hesitant to use value, but there is a gain in that I did just go, I am going back. I am going to jump into this. Well, I mean, I, I can be so, ugh, it's Barf City, but I can be so like, you got it. You got to make your dreams come true. You do. You yeah, better live I, for and, you, and that's nice. Until you, 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 for sure. Right. You just pointed to my family, but like, uh, and that is true. And maybe that's why I'm less that way. I don't know. But anyway, and I still am that way. But anyway, you had a girlfriend still in Chicago, and you're trying to make it in L.A. And the so, first thing I think is like, gotta get that girlfriend out of the way. Not, not. You're not wrong. Or you need or to get them. You, you to need come to get to them 100 percent on yeah, board. That's right. They need to be on your team. And that's the, not, the, the that's NFL not kicker's wife. True. It doesn't matter how much she loves Denver. We're going to Miami. Yes. And vice versa. If she's a pro yes, athlete, absolutely. he's got to go where she goes. It's And that's one of the gnarliest. I don't know. I'd love to know exceptions to that rule. And there are, I know, for example, I'm pretty sure Nate Bargatze's wife really wanted to move back south and they did and they made it work. I, I'm but thank God he loves to tour. Anecdotally. But it did work. That's exactly right. He wanted to tour. So what's the difference? Let's go somewhere where there's an airport and I can tour. And he's one of the funniest people working. And I sure hope I'm not uh, getting that story wrong. But I think they both wanted to go to the South. Yes. But it was, it was, so that might be an exception. I, that's one of the only times where I'm like, you can be kind of anything coming mm-hmm. into show business. And I won't be like, well, that ain't going to work. But if you're like, 
you know, I'm, I'm coming out here and the, the love of my life is in Florida. You know anybody? Mm-mm. Now, you, do you have five minutes? No. What do you got? Uh, I got a girlfriend in Chicago and basically every three weeks I will either be getting back from there or she'll be coming here or she will have just left or I will be getting ready to leave. Look, I'm like, watching Fury and it just seems like we're the guys in the tank and some new guy shows up and we're just like, best guess job what? I ever had. You're going to see a face on the ground. Yeah. Just that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And you can't be thinking about your girlfriend in Chicago. Right. You have to, like, get out of the but way it, of the gun. It's not just us, right? If you really want to clerk that's right. at a huge law firm, you go, you better or go. Or you want to open better, a sandwich gotta, shop in Revere. You got to be in there. In Revere Beach in Boston. Yeah. Like, you can't be – or you can, maybe – but I don't want to see you flying to right. Cedar Rapids, Iowa every week. I, I was going to say something really dumb. I'm going to say it anyway. I couldn't think of anything better. I can't wait. But if you want to see how high you can fly, you need more than one wing. You can't just... I like it. You just... You just and and I don't care what, the, what you're flying towards, okay? But, it, but it's, you just got to. You just got to. And by the way... And if you say to me, like, oh, this is my girlfriend and... Uh, she helps me with my material, or she helps me, or she has her thing, and we ju- we're iron and iron, right? That's a big Christian thing. We're yeah, iron yeah, sharpens sharp iron. Proverbs, yes. She's dropping some verbs. So on me. then you're like, oh, okay. Then I, I see the context here. You guys, uh, you guys got it. Good, good. Well, go that's for Val. It. That's Val's writing tags, giving lines, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And then also, I'm fertilizing her soil as often as I can. Right. And an even better example is Matt Berninger, who's the, in, the lead singer of The National. Him and his wife, we've talked. I hope they don't. Why would they mind? This is a beautiful thing. They love talk when you ended about your special with that. By the way, what's that? I loved when you ended your uh, that one you did in Chicago. I think yeah, with the national. That's right. Right. Thanks, man. They are conscious about who's getting the focus and sure. who's taking it on the it's chin important. right now, yeah. and they balance it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And that's what Val and I do. And in my first my first marriage, I what? That's why I'm like, get rid of that girlfriend because I'm like. But you knew, in the early yes. lean years, my first wife didn't think I was funny. She believed in me, but she wasn't that's, like that, that's she didn't different. enjoy. I believe in the. the I, I believe in the. I mean, I, not. So I believe that the uh, air force is tracking some unidentified uh, flying objects, right. but you don't see me out there with glow right. sticks. Yeah. I believe in the bears, but I'm not going to go catch a pass. <laughs> Get out of the stands. Right. Catch a pass. There you go. Wait, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm game. Get out there and, right. I'll and take on the a radio. few I'll swings from the car. <laughs> But yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and I've I said that to I've said that to people. I said I go. I believe you believe in me. Yeah, but you've got to have weight in the game. That's right. And I'm the weight. That's right. And I know that that's selfish, right? But if but if if you have a thing and I'm not supporting you enough, and that's a detriment to our relationship, you should tell me. And I do want to point out. I think what we're both why we're not like really going hard at this. Well, because it's shitty, and I and I think and I believe because us. there's a yes, but there's also a patriarchal. Uh, what sure. what's happened for the whole history of our country is it's always been women taking it on the chin, and we're seeing more. Okay, but here's a comic I love, Amy Miller. Amy Miller. All right. Oh, and so let's say she's like, oh, well, I'm, <sighs> I'm dating this guy. This is all hypothetical. And I go, okay, great. And I never see him at any shows. He doesn't really. It's like I say, hey, come on. He doesn't really come out. I'm gonna. I don't know if I'll say it, but I'll go. Leave this guy. Uh, and it's, that's not patriarchal. That's just like my well, belief well, in I'm, you I'm, and what you're doing. That's what I'm saying is I, I, we're seeing clicks in the right direction more towards like can we support both genders for sure? Yes. Uh, and all all sexual identities. Um, 
<laughs> I'm really trying. I think to we be... just want to say, uh, in no way is this a blanket statement. For I think the man dictates the course of the that's right. life. But that's just how it's been so much that that's I wanted bullshit. to at least address it. Right. But I've had uh, girlfriends, lady friends, meaning not I'm dating, yeah. that are comics, and I've done that. I've been like, same. What's good for the goose, man? What's good for the gander? Yeah. I'm just like, get rid of this person right. because they're fucking your shit up. Who was I? Can't I couldn't say it if I thought of it, but there was one recently. Where I was, it was probably on this podcast where I was like, get this person out of here. Yeah. You know where I had it? The Billie Eilish documentary. Did you watch it? No. She had her, this boyfriend that was like clearly just not vibing. Yeah. Billie Eilish? Yeah, you got, somebody's got a girl Blowing her you off. You gotta lift me up. Not going to the shows. Mm-hmm. You gotta fly with two wings. Mm-hmm. You gotta fly with two wings. Right. Dan, Ben, Kirk. I agree with you, buddy. Let's do ASMR the rest of the show. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. One hundred percent. We're already at ninety. Okay. Jews for G's. Um, you love the Lord. Why did you love the Lord, or or do you? Just love the way the Lord? I was like, raised. Yeah. You know, how? Which one? Methodist. You do. Well, Methodist. no. I guess we can go away. Baptized Catholic. Me too. Then that really, that marriage ended. Met back to Methodist. Not my marriage. The one my mom was. Yeah, in. I know. And then. Kind of bounced, bounced around. Is it is it, is the Evangies the ones who uh, tongues, pennies? Yeah, Pentecostal, Pentecostal, some of that. Really, and then Did you uh, rock the tongues. Yeah, oh yeah, I faked it. Yeah, and then I actually and I was in good. Your, in That's why I knew I could improv. I actually think this is going to sound nuts, but I actually think tongues is. It's a committing to the bit. A committing to the faking it. Yeah. I'm meaning you're doing it if you're doing it. It's not faking. You're doing it if you're. That's doing what I'm it. saying. Yes. This sounds disrespectful to pennies. Right. I'm actually saying, getting over the hump of like. But mm-hmm. if I just go, because you know what you're doing. You know you're, 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 just do it. Let's do it. Just do it. Just what's doing the it. Thing. Your ma- it's your mantra. Yeah. Your chant. Mantra. Is that what it is? Yeah. The chant, that's. I mean, that's what you're in. Now everybody's everybody's kind of jazzing, right? Jazz it. But it's that's what you're you're and in. If you, the, I'm not saying I just did it, by the way. But you can no. get yourself into a flow yes. where you are. So doing there was it. that. Where well, you're not thinking, but you're talking. That's tongues, baby. And then Presbyterian. Presbyterian. And then wow, in, that's in, news in, compared and then to Pentecostal. Interdenominational. Now we're back at evangelical kind of disguised. Yeah. Interdenominational. Like a church without a cross. No cross. There was one I would go to. Yeah, crossroads. And there was no cross at crossroads. No. Uh, I, have we want people, I have a pitch for the name. We want roads. There it is. <laughs> Open. Open roads. Open roads. Fork road. They, Fork road. It was just a lot of like, we want people to come into this church and feel the fellowship and the love without looking up there on that wall and seeing something that's going to remind them of, of their parents dragging them to something they didn't want to do on Sunday Oh, nights. I appreciate that. I thought they were going to say murder. I, w- I, I would argue that. The oh, that's point my of, thing too. I, this was one of my worst bits. You know, mm. just does God want to come back? And see that we're hanging up right. what killed him. Yes. Uh, that's interesting. I, I love it as a bit. But it's not real. I mean, that's a not. I don't think that's a real bit. Well, I'm from the uh, Protestants, and we take Jesus off It's too one-to-one, one, I guess, cr- in my opinion. I like it. Okay. It reminds me of Billy Crystal's bit. Sure. You know that bit? No. But like, I would be like hanging, a, left hanging a electric chair around your uh, neck. I bet I know it. He had a great bit, you too. You don't know why? Like there's... Because that's what I thought. I must have consumed that at some point. It's fine. How else would I? Why else would I think that was the next tag? Look, I'll take they it had to, to the comedy council. Burr, <laughs> Seinfeld. Who else is there? Ooh. Bamford. Yeah, everyone's going to oh, give you a pass. Sure, you're already pardoned. It doesn't even get to the high court. I cleared Burr. this. You know what? Let's not do this. Let's not sit here. 
and act like we fucking know where this kid learned a bit. Well, it got sucked into the afterburner. That's yeah. from Louie. Yeah, yeah. uh, what, what, what was it? I was just going to say... Uh, you didn't hate the bit about him. Oh, and then I grew up Protestant, no, so we no took Jesus off the cross. And now that I'm, I'm virtually Catholic because I love Richard Rohr so much. Although I don't go to any mass, so no one there would. There's, uh, I was Catholic pretty much in college too. My girlfriend was. Loyola, There's nothing about me Catholic. Loyola, Rogers Park. Okay, we go to mass a lot. Marquette. There's something very comforting Marquette. in that. Uh, you go to Milwaukee. <laughs> There's something very comforting in Catholic mass. I don't like. I, heard it. Somebody, I still don't like. I heard somebody say once it's like a fast food restaurant. Anywhere in the world, you walk in, you know what you're going to get. Okay, I'd change it to Applebee's, but yeah. Yes. Or a Crate and Barrel. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Um, Anyway, Richie's just helped me understand that the point is to see a naked, humiliated God. And that's the the paradox. That's the unthinkable God that humanity never would have invented on its own, which is who is your God? Mm -hmm. A naked, these are his words, I've said a million on this podcast, a naked Jewish loser. He's like, you'd never would have come up with that. Whereas, like, there are other religions where I'm just sort of like, that seems like something, like, somebody having a manic episode would be like, and God is this, and, like, yeah. freaking out. Yeah. Never would you in a million yeah, years. Yeah, we will like our meek Jesus. Yeah. Even though, even though on one hand, we'll tell all the kids about him flipping marble tables. Ooh, marble tables. When he walked in and got mad at what they'd done to the sure church. they were marble. Right, I know, but that's the whole, they're stone, whatever they say in the Bible. Are they stone? Yeah, but it's all BS. The King James, where it's like, they were the... the, the the royalty, they were terrified of witches, so you don't, you don't get witches before the King James Version. There's no witches in the Bible before King James. Really? They put them in. That's when you get your witches, because they were terrified of witches. Wow. It's, King James. It's like the, the only thing where people are like, oh, what version of that do you like? It's not every day that somebody comes on with vibe triv that I don't know. <laughs> Love this vibe triv. But, you know what I mean? It's just like... Well, you want, here's my favorite vibe triv. But... Yeah, I almost was oh. going to be nice. Oh, go ahead. I, I want to tell people, if you don't use it for hate or to hurt yourself or to hurt anybody else, believe it, love it, love it. Go with God. That's it. Get into it. Right. Love it. Did you hear the NPR, This American Life, about the pastor in Texas, huge congregation, came to the conclusion there's no devil? Yeah, of course. And it freed him. Carlton. Yes, because he didn't have to. He didn't have to recruit. He, he'd go on he a plane say, and then put his he, Bible yes. on the table and he was like, this is how I just live my life. And yeah. if you like, if you're into what yeah. I'm doing, talk yeah. to me about it. That's right. I loved that episode. Oh my God. What a great one. I think his name is Carlton. Yeah, I think you're correct. Uh, I've always wanted to have that guy on the podcast. Um, what about now? By the way, my favorite Bible trivia is for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Is it's not disputed was added by a scribe. It's not in the Lord's prayer, which I think is really right. Fun. You know what I love? I still say it. Right. If I'm going to do the Lord's Prayer, I'm going to throw that in because it's beautiful. But that's 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 where I'm at. I'm like, I don't care if Jesus never said it. Right. We don't know if right. he said the Lord's Prayer exactly that way. I don't know if it's Acts 1, but you know, there's that part where they tell you what they do with Judas and then he die, He hangs from a tree and dies on land where yeah. nothing will ever grow. Yeah. Do you know how they replaced him? Replaced Judas. Judas. They needed a 12th. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> they needed a 12th. They, they just did. drew straws. And Matthias won. He got to be the 12th. He's the 12th. You know who the He's first... the alternate. He's literally the I'm gonna, alternate. I'm going to give you some hot... Even Katie's going to enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, this is for everybody. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. just people that were raised uh, evangelical, Pentecostal, everything. The fir- You know who the first disciple is? Hmm. Well, first of all, do you know what the definition of a disciple is? No. Witness to the resurrection. So do you know who the first disciple is? Mary the, yeah. She's the first one. Right. So the first disciple is a woman. So to answer your question, yeah. 
I knew at times, and I look back and was like, oh, you always knew, that I didn't, I asked too many questions, and I... You asked too many questions. <laughs> and I didn't, you come in here, <laughs> question this, question They're always that. summarizing. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it is. Yes, You yes, walk yes. up to me. I hear you pull up in the jingle you jangle You put your the hand keys. out. Right. You take your little hat off. You What's think this I was supposed summary? To forget? What is this summary? Right. <laughs> That's a bit. <laughs> it's good. It's a bit. Um, I, I, not to take a hard turn on you, but I, I think there were just things of like sexuality and and I'm sorry to say because I love a lot of these people, but like just general acceptance of other people and stuff where I just constantly felt like I was faking it because either I enjoyed sex or I just knew I was a sexual person. And I'm like, if I'm honest with people and therefore not betraying them what's wrong with me and so i and then i remember i was a th- i was a theater major at roosevelt university in mm. the loop mm. in chicago and uh somebody said so i'm gay you think i'm going to hell this was like week one mm. and i go i know first of all that i don't even make that call and i don't even know what the criteria is I'm not gay. Am I not going to hell? I have no idea. And I think it was just accumulation of those things to where I asked more and more. I said recently to my mom, I go, um, everyone who hates the gays is religious. Is that true? I don't know. Tell Educate me. I would love this. But I would feel like unless, for the most part, unless you're uh, uh, identify as Christian or some extremist Muslims, those are the people who hate the gays. You don't see somebody who's just way into model planes being like, and I hate gay people. <laughs> you know why I said it is because And I, I said, now, like- not all Christians, not all Muslims, mo- probably majority of both of those people, hopefully, maybe, I don't know. I just feel like I, I've never walked machismo, in those shoes. They don't hate gays. But I, I feel like any I just macho, like I was- traditional 1980s, he's got a whistle on, he's a gym coach, he's going to be a little homophobe, even if he's not religious. You don't you think? Yeah, because anytime where like manhood is equated with plowing, that is a good plowing beef. Then love getting enlightened. (laughs) Don't you? I'm figuring it out with you. Yeah, but don't you? Of course, the best. Rory and I talk about this all the time. The glass, the ability of somebody to go. Okay, okay, but now look over here. Yeah, go whoa. And but how many people? This is a big problem in our world. Go. I'm not looking at that. And you go. No, I'm telling you. Look at it. And they're like, "Ah, I look at this. And I don't I'm mad. It's Mo in The Simpsons looking at the wall. What am I looking at? <laughs> yes. Just staring at the yes. wall. By the way, you're doing what you said earlier, which is the glasses. Mm-hmm. Enlightenment, any even a micro enlightenment. Yeah. And we're also saying this. This is really the whole podcast is folding in on itself. When you choose what age you are, the main thing you can do to stay not just young, but to stay vital, yeah. alive, yeah evolving yeah. is to keep your brain uh, keep your brain not your david blaine keep your brain um porous let some yeah. change yes. come in right and not just fear-based change where the older you get like <laughs> the more conservative you get or something right. like that i'm talking about real like i will read that book mm-hmm. i will look at that i will watch, watch that, that interview yes. i'll watch that interview i'll yes. listen to this i'll listen to that band mm-hmm. i'll watch that movie mm-hmm. My dad, when he was visiting, not to put him down, but he was like, everything on TV, Peter, is fuck this, fuck that. Everything's garbage. There's no values. And you want to 
gently touch him right. and go, Dad, there's 100,000 TV shows. You really thought you got, you got your finger on You've the pulse seen Rami? of all of them? Well, that's what I want to say, but... Th- that the, was to me watching Rami, is, the 9-11 episode of Rami. Or, or, te- oh my or Ted God. Lasso. If I go... I, I had to apologize. To who? I do a monthly thing. This is also a great way to plug myself while seeming nice. Edit it out. I, uh, where I do like bingo. And we raise money for no-kill animal shelters, food banks, big brothers, big sisters, and giveaway prizes. And <laughs> That's like a bit. I know. It's like seven great causes. You and can, and you can always tell how, t- how much somebody said something before by that pacing. You're like, oh, you've said that a lot. That's great. That's so, true. Um, but I said a thing where I talked about, I was like, you know, I just want us all. I wish people keep saying, like, I wish we could come together like we were on 9-12-2001. And I was like, you know, that is something we're missing. And I thought about it immediately after that show. And the next one, I said, I owe all of you an apology. Because if you are a brown person in this country, Mm. we weren't together. That's right. And what privilege am I speaking from to be like, we all loved each other. We all came. Everybody you saw in the mall, you would help. You would go help them clean their basement if they needed it. That was that's bullshit. No, I was with and, and Kumail it, at the time. We were yes. very close at the time, and yes. he would be heckled just for being. Of course, and you know, uh, also if there is a, a person of the LGBTQ community plus right. who says to me, "Okay, uh, six foot two, straight white guy," there's a lot of people who hate us that aren't religious. That's <laughs> you might be so sick of these mistakes that you have anger with me when you say that, and I will accept it, but also understand that I will look at you and go. Thank you for telling me that. Yeah. Because I didn't know. I only spoke from what I knew with, with the ability to listen where I was wrong. Well, you know what, dude? Uh, you know what, dude? Robert Kelly's podcast. You know what, dude? <laughs> the reason I, I went to like machismo and whenever machismo but you're is... Right. I, no. That's just a one possibility. How would I even know the millions of others that have never touched or looked at a Bible that still be like, for fuck sure. them? But you're just looking at like what is culture made up of. And right. Hate is usually like and my own, And my own perspective, which is Rochelle, straight, white, sure. tall boy who's sure. limited, and but trying. Yeah. But yeah. I, I certainly don't have it figured out. Oh, good. I need a blanket. It's only 300,000 degrees in here. This <laughs> we is have the sleepy acclimated, summer though. We have acclimated. We yes. have a nice glisten. Look at the shine. We got a nice <laughs> shine going. What do you believe now? Anything? I remember... Can I say something? You can say anything. Whistling the Jeopardy theme was never funny. It, it will never be funny. No. And it was never funny. What are you trying to tell somebody? I don't have time for you. That's what I'm saying. Right. Always thinking. Right. Fuck you. Right. To everyone who's ever breathe. done it. You know what it's saying? You think it says something about me it. that I haven't answered? It says something about you that you can't let it breathe. That you can't wait. Yes. You think it's the movie. You are the it's worst the drive person to, to go movie. fishing with. And Bueller Bueller is is heading that way too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always almost been there. I've right. chuckled at a Bueller Bueller though. <laughs> because I've never left. <laughs> if you let it breathe and then get a Bueller 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 in, it that's gold. Because the person <laughs> you waited. didn't rush it. No, the Bueller, the the funniness of a Bueller Bueller is, how is measured by yes. how long the you wait. Proportion, <laughs> and if you do it too fast, mm-hmm. you're gonna Bueller Bueller this guy now. Yeah, come on, it's like two seconds. Jesus Christ! Same with a give time like for the game to go up. But do 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 is like saying what I'm asking you isn't as hard as Final Jeopardy. Why are you taking right. as long as Final right. Jeopardy? And for that, sir. You are the Wingus Link. Goodbye. Honest question. Yeah. 
I'm revealing something about myself. You and I are fast talkers, right? Yeah, we like talking like, fast. We don't hold on to the frisbee. Clooney. You throw it to me? I'm yeah, throwing it right that's back. That's right back. Circular breathing. Circular right? Winhoff, right. baby. If, they, if, if this was ping pong in the Olympics, people would be like, these two, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who's playing ping pong, Have you ever been in a conversation? on a ball. Have you ever been in a conversation with a person who wasn't born with this disease, and you count to see how long it takes them to respond to you i'll i'll do you one worse i have where i go and i'll go i'll get to 30 one time i got to 100 and i go i think i'm just gonna leave wow and they're like what and i go you've said nothing that's really funny but right sometimes if If, i'm look at us we don't even care about each other's words we're so into it look at us i'm telling you we're we're paul rudd who'd have thought huh who'd have thought not me in what oh come Uh, on that meme no, Katie knows. He's doing hot ones. And he goes, look at us. Look at us. Who'd have thought, huh? Not me. Is that not me? Yes. Because he's just saying, like, look at where we're at. Not the two me. of us at this point. Who'd have thought? Not him me. And the, him and but the also, man. I would say for you and I, who'd have thought? Me. Yeah, me. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Uh, okay. I had a nine thought. I said, oh, I, I was just going to say, counting. because okay. I like talking and I like ideas and I like them fast and I like thoughts and I like bits and I like quotes and mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. book recommendations mm-hmm. and I like movie mm-hmm. recommendations and mm-hmm. I let's go, let's go, let's go, mm-hmm. let's go. I like it hot. Mm-hmm. I like it fast. I like mm-hmm. it tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes if I'm talking to somebody and, and they're a snooze, that's what you're saying. And they're a snooze. Or you're just, I've, I've, I presented my kid. The defense is rested. Let's can we hear from the oh from okay the, from the plane? I was gonna say like you're having a really interesting conversation. This is so mean. Go for it. And it, we're talking about uh, dental care, and and, sure, yeah. and we're really pinging and ponging two yeah. idiots like you and me. Yeah. And then someone else will go. I hear flossing is good. Sometimes I'll do a very mean. In my mind's eye, mm-hmm. I'll picture a whole stadium of people standing up and applauding. <laughs> That's great. And they're doing backflips. Yes, it's just like if they're really not but putting proud any of that stank person, on it. They were double dutching the whole time. Well, and also they, think they found their window. Well, Dan, I'll. It's not even that. There was a lull, and they got in. I am this guy most of the time, uh-huh. and as soon as I'm not this guy, I fucking hate this guy. I can't stand a high energy clip oh, clopping yeah. right, going right. fast. If I'm not well, in the we're mood, doing a show. if I'm not in the mood we're for nude, right. that's what I'm saying. We're doing it. And even today, Val and I were at the beach. That's why we moved it to four o'clock. We're driving back. Pretty quiet. We love each other. Very yep. quiet yep. though. Just relax. Yep. That's not how I live most of the time. And I think sometimes people might meet me and they'll be like, let's go in the double dutch. And I'm like, man, my ropes flaccid. In your dating days, did you ever have people? My dates? Yeah. Where people were like, um, everything okay? Are you okay right now? Because you're in a gear change. Like, I will light up a party. I usually leave feeling tons of, like, regret about it. Yeah. But I will also, where I just... Very similar. Oh, I'll just... They're like, you... I just picked you up from the airport. Are you okay? And it's like... You know who "Mm -hmm." I did that to yesterday? And I don't know why. It's just a big gear shift. You know who I did that to yesterday, and you're going to love it? At your podcast, the first thing I said to Rory Scovel was, are you okay? Because Rory is like that. He's like, yes, get right. in a sauna. And so, not that's Brody, yeah. but you know, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. very high that's energy. Yeah. And he came out and he was just sort of flat, probably prepping to do the fun show. That's when yeah. I go, are you okay? Yeah. So I did that to Rory. That's, that's a good check-in. It's not a bad check-in. It's just sometimes I'll have that. Can I, I also you, always love when somebody goes, are you okay? Can I ask if, you if one more question about. before I tell you what I believe now? Yeah. Have you ever, do you, does your disease questions. afflict you the way it afflicts me? 
that I could be, you could be telling me about how I disappointed you at your father's funeral. And I will say, look, I totally agree with you, but you have to look at this person in this green dress because we're going to, this light's going to change and we'll still go in and I will, I will acquiesce to apologizing for whatever you need, but you won't be able to see this person again. Except I'll do you one way worse. You'll talk to the dress? No. Start telling me about how I disappointed you. I just feel like I, you I, knew when the visitation started and you okay, didn't have to bring on, anything. Sorry, Dan. I just feel like you're not going to forget what you're about to say and I'm going to forget what I'm about to say. I think a movie about a hat okay. that when you wear the hat, you turn into a pirate. Right, but this... Just give me a second. I just want to get this out. Would you write this down because I'm driving? Will you Pete, text you this to me? You are a monster. That's a monster. That's because why... you are that afraid of it? No, no, no. I can't wait to hear about how I disappointed you. No, 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 no. You're that afraid of losing it. Your thing. Your thing. I just think I, I'm dim in that way. I'm just stupid. Really? Or I'm very excited. Here's what I really related to what you just said, is I'll go to a party and I'll light it up. Or I'll be on a Zoom and I'll be the king of the Zoom and mm-hmm. the, everyone's laughing and mm-hmm. having a great time. Mm-hmm. The second the Zoom ends, I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yes. <laughs> You killed. I don't mean I was a blowhard. No, I mean I'm no, no. listening. I'm right, giving. I'm right, taking. Right, right, right. I'm keeping the ball in the air. Yep. Close keep, the keep laptop. The I go. The fuck do you think you are? Shut the fuck up. Mm. That's not every time. Right. right, right. Sometimes I feel small. Yeah, I'm just like just hang it up, buddy. Yeah. Right, um, tell me what you believe or what else. I think you were I remember say. as I got older and got perspective on oh, my grandfather, good. who was like he was he was my oh, first father. Bend your figure. legs for a while and then stretch them out. That. I heard it. Ooh, <laughs> look at that. Ooh. This is just for us. Don't you dare tell them. Don't you dare tell them. Don't you dare tell them. That is for us. And Katie. I want you to understand that that's what, what's happening is for us. <laughs> He's too, I won't say. You can say. He's just doing very physical stuff. I just want to give the category. Okay. Limber. He's a limber boy. He's moving his leg perfectly straight (laughs) at a 90-degree angle with his arm attached to it. Hand on heel. Mm -hmm. Very effortless. I could lead a cheer. Okay. You can say whatever you want. He was my first of a few great father figures I was very lucky to to have. And he passed away. And I know that he liked good old Bill Graham a lot. Hit it. But I don't know that he ever went through the, like, let me dunk you in, you know, like, uh, born again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I remember saying to myself... I don't, you know, this whole thing, you got to be born again, you got to whatever. I mean, did you look, it's okay. Mm. I feel like you didn't because you probably would have brought it up. But did you get to the end of Thanks, Diane? It's totally fine. I didn't get to the end of Thanks, Diane. So I do an altar call. It's a record. I do an altar call. Oh, wow. And um, normally, I didn't do it in that show. What I would end up doing is then I would trick the audience into giving me a standing ovation. I would say, someone needs to feel this like I do, and I would bring someone up, and I'd say, no, other people need to feel it, and I would bring the whole audience on stage, and then I would go sit in the audience, and then I would give them a standing ovation, and I would leave. Wow. But in the altar, I just remember all these altar calls, and... That's great. That's and it was... Bit. It, thanks, And I would say, you know, like you have to do this. You have to. I, I did a thing called the rock weekend I, all through high school and early college, which was reaching out to Christ kids. I ran that weekend and it was fear. It was, it was the story of pistol Pete Maravich when he died. Legend has it. I, it's beautiful. If this happened, I'm not taking away if it did. I just don't know if it did. Legend has it that he said, um, 
meet me at the top as he died on this basketball gym floor. Meet me at the top and bring as many people with you. Right? That's the recruiting thing. That's the Carlton. And so that's the what? That the pastor who was like, I knew I got to put my Bible on the tray table at the plane, and I got. So he's recruit. saying, meet me at the top and bring as many people as you meet can. me in heaven Meaning- and bring as many people as you can okay. with you. Right. And so the Rock Weekend was all reaching out to Christ kids so that they can meet at the top and bring all their friends. But with they're them. already Christ kids. Why do you got to reach out to them for? Mm-hmm. You would Just not have, had to we would not have brought you on the weekend. So, <laughs> and it's a good weekend about teaching kids to be nice to each other, whatever. But there's always that dovetail. Like, you want to go to heaven? Because there's a girl who left church early right before they did an altar call. And she got in a car accident. And she's not in heaven with the rest of her family. I mean, you just, there was mm-hmm. stuff. And I just remember thinking, yeah, like, my grandpa's the best guy I ever knew. And I don't know that he was born again or saved. And if you tell me that he, he lived his life caring about people of all races caring about his family, being just a kind man, that he didn't get into heaven, I don't know if I want to go. I'll do you one... I don't know if I... One more. I don't think... I would be not being me to do your thing to get into that heaven. I hear you. But also, Dan... Mm, that's, that's, that's a good one. I'm saying this was a catalyst of... Oh, buddy. The, like, I'm not even... This has the, nothing to do with no, no, correcting you or, or you tapping anywhere. you or yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. I'm just saying, I believe that God loves me, sure. and I'm a horny, yes. mean, I have oh, racist yes, yes. thoughts, I have ugly thoughts. Meaning, what good is grace if it only goes to your golden boy, I, I, beautiful, right. I, I mean golden boy as a compliment, right, grandfather. Right, 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 right. I'm saying, also you, you sex-positive piece of, of course, shit. yes. Also you, you angry, right. flight late. Didn't have right. breakfast, yelling at somebody at an au bon pan. Right. Also you, because any any mystic that meets God meets a lover, not a not a Agreed. tormentor. I, my, my Aunt Connie said this to me as we built up to the election last year. She, she's a very Christian person. And she goes, all these Christians, and I see it on my Facebook, right? Because you know that line always comes in. Mm-hmm. And, you go, and she goes, I just don't understand all the hate. What are they so mad about? Yeah. Because it, it's not about being Christian, eh, Connie. It's that's that's their that's what it says on the on the shirt, but right. it's not right. the person who's wearing it, right? And, and also, they were a lot of those Christians were sold a very oh. in out good bad, and I think there's a lot of rage. They're doing they're imitating their God. Yes, their God says, "I only love you right. if," and they're going around going, "I only love these people if." So it's, I, it's, I, uh, I think I ended up in just a place of like what I really believe in is kind of like the campsite mentality. When you leave this, you're not going to do it perfect. You're not going to find every piece of every napkin. You're not you're going to miss so a pop good. top. You're good. You did right. I'll but, sign but, the decree of your talent. But when you get out, <laughs> there just better be a lot more people who were glad you were here than weren't. Yeah. And it, and it, and and it should be pretty uneven. Yeah. It, you know. Um I don't want a 5149. Yeah. But so that's a good life philosophy. And also, I really believe in energy. I have a, I have a, a friend of ours, um, I haven't seen in a while, but they, were, they had texted me recently that they were dealing with loss. And I said to them, I know it's really hard. The, the expression is good. The process is tough. It doesn't, the expression doesn't make the process easier. In fact, the harder it is, the more you should probably be doing it, right? The old saying, that which is most uncomfortable is that which is most required. And so I said, but every day that you live your life to its happiest and healthiest, you're living their life for what they wanted for you. Mm. And energy can't be deleted. 
it mm. carries on. And the happier and healthier you are, you're carrying their energy with you. Mm. That's what I believe. That's great. I love that. And if you get to the end and you carry energy through happiness and healthiness, and there's more people who are glad you're here than weren't, and you meet a gate or a river or whatever it is, I would imagine they're going to let you get on the boat. <laughs> Maybe not at the gate, but definitely at the river. Right? This one, uh, you get the river boat, but you, so this package does not include entering to the gate. <laughs> but right? But uh, hey, you're not on fire. <laughs> yeah. Turns out that wasn't true. Yeah. Welcome to the afterlife. Welcome to the afterlife. If the afterlife you're coming is here, just you like walk a, up to this gate with your jingle jangle. Come up. You think you're going to come into heaven? <laughs> if this is my, if I die, mm-hmm. and it's just like an Albert Brooks defending your lifestyle, oh beautiful bureaucracy. I know it's a great movie, but I would be so disappointed if the afterlife was anything like Hollywood's guesses at what the afterlife is like. Yeah. Meaning, it's like it's just like an office. Well, let's look at your file. Like I would mm-hmm. be like, come on. I think it's energy. File. I think it's energy. Yeah. And I think energy can go to a place and maybe that place has some sort of consciousness and it, and it feels good. And maybe if you leave in a real tragic way, you leave with a ton of regret or you leave with a, a lot of anger, maybe that's what some versions of ghosts might be. Just energy that's caught. Mm. You know, I don't know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Meaning energy... Consequences is too firm of a word, but if an energy is moving in a certain way for a very long time, it mm-hmm. might continue on after. That's interesting. Have you seen a ghost? No. Alien? UFO? I, no. Ever almost but, died? But do you have any that you believe in as though you saw it? Any? Like, I know two people who have a shared experience that did not speak to each other on the exact same night at the exact same time, and I know that they saw something. UFO? But I didn't see it, yeah. But I didn't see it. I have plenty of people. And, and, and people who tell me, like, I looked in that window and saw a woman in a red dress. There's no women that live in that house. Yeah. Um, oh, I, Katie, you've been here for all of them. Has your opinion on ghosts changed because of this podcast? And that's for me. Yeah, I mean, oh, so many of them are actually so believable. And group witness, like yeah. Brett. Yeah, like Brett. Like that one. But, There's like a whole group of people. Brett Michaels. Greg, Brett Goldstein from Ted Lasso. Yes. Which is the show I, if yes. I, in my mind, when my dad was like, everything's so negative, I was like, starting to say, watch Ted Lasso. And then the next question would be, how? And then I'm like, um. Do you want me to give it to you? What? They just sent me the season. That's hilarious. You could just mail it to him. You're sweet to think that would help. Are the DVDs a no-go? <laughs> DVDs a no-go? <laughs> no, I just meant Why the, you the just issue. Buy your parents a sling. And then you control their TV from here, and you I'll put it on for you, you right know, now. No, I brought my I bought my brother a Roku, and that didn't work. Okay. And, and he's our age. The fuck you want me to do with this? Yeah. You come in here, you buy me a Roku. What did you just you say? You think I'm oh, just going to hop on Hulu now and watch Pen15? You got a back arrow. You got a star. What am I supposed to find? What am I supposed to remember? 15 different streaming skyline with all these movie references? One of these it's is ad free. One of these is with ads. Why Why would I do it without ads if it's free? I like ads. It's when I go to the bathroom. You. Wait, what you, is Use for Jesus. I don't care if you're Jewish or not. I want to see some use for Jesus. Jesus. We, oh. we cut to a Whitey's preaching for 10 people. It's what I don't like are the people who go, well, this is that you saw a green light ghost, a door shut and you're upstairs and no one's home ghost. You saw a woman in a red dress ghost. Why? Maybe, maybe 
one of those is a ghost. How I'm I'll go I'll go as flat circle you know with what? you as what if you saw a woman in a red dress because multi, like dimensions brushed against each other for a second. Look over your shoulder. What? True detective. Yes. Flat circle. That that you you for a second and that person is in their dimension going I just saw a kid out yeah. that window and he was jerking it. And he screamed. And I hope someone gets to him and talks to him about change and appropriateness and consent. <laughs> and rock. The right. rock weekend. But, yeah. but like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that was that. Yeah. Maybe that was energy. No, I understand. Yeah. Completely. I would say... I'm open to all of it. I've committed to none of it. Here's what I... You want a good one? I think a possibility is that everything is happening at the same time. Yes, Pete. And, it, and it's happening so fast. Mm-hmm. That's an, a, a way to understand it. It's really all happening at once. But that is so imperceptible that time is a gift of the human vessel or a a gift from the divine, you could say, so that it can move through the marble of everything happening at once like a drill, like slowly. Does that make sense? Yes. If you picture everything that's ever going to happen as a marble. Yes. But your life is one little thin drill Mm -hmm. bit going through through it. it. That's the gift right. of being able to perceive. Right. But really, there's nothing to worry about. But don't you think... For because s- there's nowhere to go and there's nothing happening. But it's already happened. Don't I'm you already dead. For so much and of this conversation, right for so much of this conversation, you could just say to somebody, do you understand what it means by time as a construct? That divides everybody into two camps right there. Yeah. If they, there are people who hate Interstellar because they still don't figure out what the fuck happened on the wave planet. Where they're like, I don't... He... He was there for that amount of time. How are they this that much older? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, and I get it cuz I'm dumb in many many ways. I'm not even I wouldn't even say I'm smart in the way we're currently talking about. Right. Well, but, break, but it's break like down what you mean. What what does time as a construct mean to you? We've ascribed it for what it means. A great example is the movie Her, right? Yes. So he says, I think we have this big relationship. We've spent this time together. Yeah. And she goes, "But I've learned seven languages in the last 3 seconds." You you ascribe time to experience. That's My right. experience has happened so much faster. Time is not the same for That's me right. as it is for you. It's right. Ask. I've never done this, but I would love to ask someone in the summer in Alaska how do they how do they grade time when it's light all the time? Yeah. What is a day? Well, we just said, or ask my we daughter. We just say it was a day because the sun doesn't is almost irrelevant. Us with Leela, how we're training her to understand what time is because we're like, and we we'll do to. it tomorrow. Right. Right. When really, when really, it's later now. It's later now. I'm not wrapping it up. Your no. hand was there, and that was great. That is the end of anxiety. By the way, is just no future. It's just what uh, Linda Hamilton is carving into the picnic table. No future. She means it in a like no future, but what we ma- what we make. She's like, go out and make a future. Uh, Eckhart Tolle is like, there's no future. Like fucking stop it. Right. <laughs> it's just this. I mean, I get lost in but circles get- and string theories. Like I'm always wondering, like. Wouldn't how to come Doc doesn't know he's sending the dog back? Yeah, we don't need that. I know. Like I Donnie know. Darko, we don't need it. Donnie we Darko don't need it. Let me. This is the other Eckhart Tolle point that he said that I loved. He's like, no wonder human beings are like constantly erupting with anger and anxiety and fear and dread. Look at the predicament we're in. One, we think everything good is in the future. It's all coming. I can't wait for well, that. Matthew McConaughey was doing the podcast circuit. No, no disrespect. I actually relate to what he said. I agree with what he said on a certain level. They go, what's the key to being happy? And he goes, having something to look forward to. Right. And I was like, that's a lot of us. And I'm with it. I understand that pleasure. 
But like when we think like when I'm enlightened, I'll be happy. That's a spiritual one. When I'm famous, when I'm rich, when I'm this, when I'm that, when that's done, when this is. So we're, we're projecting all of our happiness into the future. Mm-hmm. So that's one level of sort of insanity instead of just realizing what's wrong right now. We're sitting in a room. It's nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. This is beautiful. Beautiful. I'm having zero problems. Right we now. finally reached that comic level where we settled down. That's right. Yeah, we've settled down a lot. Yeah. The heat helps. It does. But two, we also live in constant fear of the future. Because we're terrified that it's not going to go our way. Death is in the future. Oh, pain is in the Pete. future. Loss is in I'll, the future. So me. you are casting your fucking hook, all your hope and all your fear in the same direction? No wonder no you're wonder. shitting yourself. And I say this. You know, times it. I've said? I'm Drop like, Drop it, well, Brittany, I, listening I, right now. If I can do, I'll do this until I get you know, fired from comedy. And that gets a chuckle. But if people only knew. That you live in constant fear. That I'm like, until I get fired from comedy. Yeah. Stand-ups, for probably the 2,000th time to be sat on your show, are so fortunate because we are our own field and our own farmer. And I nobody that'll be the first time that's been And said. nobody can like take that from us, right? Sure. The, and, and we have that. I remember thinking, like, do you want to pursue this career where you wait by the phone and hope they pick you? Acting. Oh, yeah. Or... Do you want to? And I, I, I only thought about that because I was so afraid of being of doing stand up um, at a certain point in my life, and now just moderately, <laughs> um, manageably, <laughs> yes. But like that, you that you have that it is you, it is of you. I think of this all the time. If somebody wants to say you're incorrect, it won't change my feeling, but it'll change my knowledge. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Louis Anderson. Much different story. Louis Don't Anderson. wake up a guy napping <laughs> on an ironing board. Do you know where he was for like 10 years? Where? The plaza. No, his phone didn't ring. Nobody called him. He took himself in his humility. He went to the plaza at the end of Fremont Street. And he did shows. And he did shows. And he did shows. And he might have lost a lot. He probably he had a ton of land in the 80s and 90s. He lost, his plot got pretty small. But he just kept farming it Using a because he could also grow it. Right. And he went down to the plaza and he lived there and he made it and he worked. And then one day Zach calls him and says, want to be my mom? And he, Well, first he said, don't wake up a guy now on an ironing board. Yeah, but then he yes. said yes. And he goes, and then he gets a golden globe. And as if anybody wants to go listen, he will say at the end of his episode with Marin, the phone's ringing a lot now. Phone's I would a lot. prefer you listen to the one where he tells a great ghost story on my episode. He does? I, I didn't hear it. And has a beautiful heart moment where we both cried. Wow. But yeah, listen to the fucking Marin one. But just that... Get the fuck out. I'm just kidding. No, it's been good. You come in. We had a run. We had a run. You come in. We had a run. You promote WTF with my I didn't say the title. You said the title. Oh, oh, as if... For all I know, they thought it was an episode of his IFC show. You type in Louis Anderson, Mark Marin, WTF isn't going to come up first result. I don't know. You could hit I'm feeling lucky. (laughs) Because I bet you are. By the way, 100% JK, that's a great episode. And Mark's is a great podcast. I'm 100% JK. Did we talk about that recently? No. Yes, 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 we did on Dumb People Town. Mm. The days where people would be like, oh, and you have a show on another network? Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So there was network loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but my point is, is that he he you could never take away his ability to own his land and farm it himself. That's right. And so we have that. Like if 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 you lose everything, mm. you and I both know there's millions of towns you could move to in this country and just go out and do stand up every year. 
and you would make enough to have a nice little life in some nice little town. Nice little pasture. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. You're the shepherd. But we, Goodwill Hunter. we have that. And that, like, I feel no, very right. fortunate you know, for that. I got uh, stoned the other night and very stoned. Again, because Val left for the night. Which way? Which I'm way did you go? Such, what happened to me? I, I went real it? good. I went real good. I, oh, I smoked it. Okay. Because when Val's home, I might eat it. Joint? But when Val's not home, I will smoke it. Okay. Because I go bonkers. Mm-hmm. I'm already a, kind of a crazy person. You watch Getting Dug With High if you want to see Do you do I'm it? Like stone. We talk about the pulling in the driveway, walking down to the lake. Yeah. The, when you, the falling through the floor, is that you know you're going to go fall through the floor? Like, it's mm-hmm. the like, I'm going to get really high and I'm going to go through the floor. Like, mm-hmm. and you have that feeling before that it happens. Uh, that's a brilliant question. As soon as I take the joint out of the drawer, mm-hmm. I feel stoned. Yeah. It just starts happening. Yeah, yeah, My brain goes, this yep. is where we're going. Yep. And uh, then I smoked it. I only took like three puffs of it or whatever, but I was pretty stoned. And as I was laying in bed, I went, my brain, you know what? One of the things weed does is it makes it impossible to not listen to your thoughts. Mm -hmm. It's not a great feeling, but you're like, wow, there they all are. And I was watching my thoughts. I was trying to fall asleep. I was watching my thoughts and I was like, oh, this is why my standup is the way that it is. Because if you could have seen the IMAX screen that was my thoughts, you'd go, holy shit, this is so Pete Holmes in here. And the reason you would know that is because I've shown you who Pete Holmes is. Right. So then I go, oh my God, stand-up is painting portraits of what it's like in your brain. And some people like me, I'm like, I'm going to show you everything. But then some people like Seinfeld or Ellen or whatever, they're only going to be clean. But they're still doing it. They're just using different techniques. Yeah. Somebody might be like, I'm like Pollock. Yep. And some uh, I was thinking the same thing. And Ray Romano's like Monet. He's like, I'm only going to use certain colors. Certain yeah. thing. But you're still seeing what it's like in their brain. And that is maybe the point of life, whether you're stand up or not. And this is why everyone listening can relate to what we're saying, whether they're stand ups or not, is because it's about sharing who you are and what it's like to be you and having that seen and reflected and bounced with and yes handed. Mm-hmm. And that's love. That's another way of saying love. Mm-hmm. It's yes and. The word yes is. In my opinion, is love. Yeah. Yes is love. Right. And thank you is gratitude. Yes, thank you. And and is forward movement. Yeah. It's great stuff. I'm taking and going. Yes, with, thank with you, you. With and. you. I'd yes. say yes, thank you, and because I'm a polite boy. Yeah. I don't. I was raised right. I don't improv. Just yes, and I do. Yes, thank you, and. You really think so? J.K. You really think so? Which part? You were raised right. No, that was 100% JK. Oh, Although that I, was part of the JK? That was part of the JK. But I, I, I was raised to be a sweetie for sure. I, I, I'm at, what would that must be like to be raised, right? You weren't raised right? No. You just Were out you? there brawling? No. Yeah. No. What? I just don't, I don't think anybody's raised right. Oh. They just do their best for what they think no. worked for them and will work for you. I'm saying... And then at some point you go, I don't Okay, that. let's not talk about raising someone right i'm talking about the expression raised right and what does the expression raised right mean someone told you to say please and thank you yes yes someone said when you're gotcha. staying at someone else's house you yeah, hang yeah. up your towel yeah, yeah yeah or you wash your bed sheets yeah when you, 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 you make them tell you to stop calling them sir that's right that's raised right <laughs> <laughs> okay let's get the fuck out of here okay last question because oh, i could talk to you forever but for some reason i'm like late Sunday, I want Katie Levine with her dogs, the with best. her boyfriend, mm-hmm. blazing up some weed. No, no, but Eat, posting eating, pictures of hikes of places vague, I want to go to. Hiking. Now, you don't. What are you watching I've right now? Screenshotted Katie? hikes you've been on because I'm like, I want to go there. Wow, you guys are friends. no, like far trips you've gone on, like Zion and all that stuff. What are you watching? 
What are you going to go home and watch tonight? Are you going to watch something? You've seen Succession? Yeah. What if she said no? We'd be here an hour. That show is so much like my family. I recommended it to my brother, and he said, I couldn't. It was too much like my family. Really? That show is, whatever it is for you, it's like a wine opener going up my butthole. It's really difficult. It's a a theme park to me, because it's so foreign. Do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, where I'm like, wow, wow. We weren't wow. like rich like that. No, no, no. Like, I know that. Like levels. But yes. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. The dynamics. No, my house was Diane and three kids, and her having five jobs. Wow. So it's like so. I'm seeing her taking off an apron and putting on an accountant's like bill. Encyclopedia Britannica. She sold them. Mm-hmm. And Avon. Wow. Yeah. All second. And other two other things. Anything door to door. She wanted to keep moving. Keep those lights on. Wow, selling the internet, but in book form. Fuck you. What? Go listen to my album. Is that Do you guys you remember when the internet was on paper? That's so funny. Listen to my album. The phone book arrived this morning yeah. as if to say, here, we printed, yeah. printed a portion of the internet for you to throw away. Isn't it funny how those jokes lodge in your brain and stay forever? Uh-huh. Like, I would never forget how to say that joke. What, Dan, I could talk to you forever. Thank you for being a, a dream guest. Oh, thanks for being this a dream like, host. And you, I, you were know what? I feel like for, we should be on a, twice. What's that? You oh, were drinking us for me twice. I left your podcast and I was like, I talk too much. Um, that's true, but we—that's the goal. No, you, no, no. I mean it. You don't understand. I'm trying to hurt your feelings. No, what I'm saying is, you know what? No one should leave, especially if you're coming. Don't leave there and say I talk too little. You're goddamn right. You're fucking right. Choose your regret. Yeah. You know what you regret? This guy chooses every time. I hope I wasn't too much. Good. You know how many times I've left and been like, I think I was a little, I didn't do enough. I, they didn't see who I was. Every time I've pitched a show and, and they pass. And that's grosser. I, that's that is what I'm saying. way more gross. Anytime I've pitched something and they pass, I'm like, it's not because I didn't tell them about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because I was too late. I showed them everything, all my wares, yeah, and they didn't want to buy it. That's right. But I'm not going to leave there without them being, I, I should have shown them the Mogwai. That's right. They would have bought the Mogwai. That's right. That's right. All right. Hardest time you've left. Laughed? Yeah. When when have you laughed the hardest? Oh, fuck. Boom, boom. Fuck off. Well, I got high with my cousin Kenny up at the cabin. It was the first time I ever got high. Yeah, Dad. Um, Maybe you can jizz in my eyeballs. I'm trying to do the guys from... Who? That was Kendall. What? No, that was uh, Roman. Oh, He always says something filthy. Yeah. I always be like, yeah. I did a bit. I was doing JFL. And for some reason that week, I had a succession bit. And I did impressions of them. Wow. And I I don't even have them anymore. I'm not, you know, the old old panel where you bring up the thing you do and then you let the audience go. There's none of that. I don't even. It's not happening. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Dad, ready to rock That's pretty. I can't. I can't do it. It's not there. I'll tell you why, Greg. (sighs) Very good. (laughs) Very good. Where he goes, where he goes. <laughs> That's it. He goes. He goes. We've, I'm having the time of my life, Greg. And he goes. This is a nightmare. We're at his bachelor party. <laughs> she because the Greg. Moment. That's it. And she made me swallow my load. That part. <laughs> yes. We watched it over and oh. over and over. It's a masterclass. Oh, it's a fucking masterclass. It's the best. Okay. Um, when did you laugh the hardest in your life? So when Kenny and I got high. Who's I, Kenny? My cousin Kenny. Oh, good. I was in my mid-twenties. I got high for the first time up at the cabin. <laughs> With Kenny. Yes. And I just laughed and laughed. Yeah. And then one, I was doing it. 
um, my former podcast, which I always tease about bringing back, called Hindsight. You were on it. Oh. Uh, comedians, people in the comedy world would bring three photos from any chapter of their life. We talk about the context of your life when each photo was taken. And then when I promote it, I also drop the photos. You of can course. do it in whichever order you choose. Um, mm. Lindsay Barrow was working at a, a theme park in Six Flags in St. Louis. And they had gotten a phone call that someone said that they were going to come to the park and they were going to beat the shit out of Bugs Bunny. And somebody called off and she had to be Bugs Bunny. And I need help right now. And they were on the tram and she was saying hi to everybody. This is towards the As end Bugs of the day. Would. Kind of cheeky. And uh, she's, the kids get off. So she stops and a voice next to her goes, I was hoping I'd see you today. And in that moment, Pete, I laughed. It was such a, her delivery with the, and the ability oh. that you knew what was going to happen. Oh. I just. That's la- all, folks. I, oh, there it is. <laughs> You're not getting fired from comedy ever. <laughs> and I love that it was on, um, that it was recorded. Because something I've always loved about you is you give it up. Right? Oh, that joke? Me laughing. Oh. Because you give it up. You give it up. I like it. And I, 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 if you went back and listened to this for laughs, I don't laugh that much. And it isn't for lack of giving it up. I give it up visually. Big smiles. Yeah, big yeah, pats, yeah, yeah. Right? But and I, I just... locked on intensity where I'm like, he's thinking of another joke for this. But I just... I've never... I, uh, I just... And so when I've had times where I just couldn't contain it, and it was nonstop... Yeah, I I love it. I knew. I love it. Did did the guy beat her up? No, they like somebody that was there who like intervened. But she just the it way was she just, the guy that yeah it was, was the guy pledging to and beat he up. Just looked at her and was like, "I was hoping I'd see you today." And she knew in that it moment, was him. It was him. And I laughed, Pete. I laughed. Oh my god! Yeah. Who wants to beat up Bugs Bunny? Well, I know. That's the other part. What's the story? Maybe Elmer Fudd. What's the story? But see, that's Maybe why Pepe that's, that's a comic, right? A, a civilian goes wild. A comic goes, I need to know why. How many times have you been driving? And you go, I'm not even. The person in the left turn lane who decided they had to take a right and went across three lanes. And I don't even want to. Other people want to punch them. I want to get out and go, you tell me. What Why? happened? Yeah. Like in your brain, yeah. walk me through every step. Yes. If it's just the fact you trust your fellow man that much, I'm in awe of you. I'm in awe. I'm in awe of you. I just need to know how I that know worked why. in your head. That's right. That's all I need. That's and I'm not right. going to yell at you. We're not going to bang on your window. And I'm not even you, mad. I'm impressed. You're, you're going to die in an accident eventually anyway. <laughs> yes, I don't need, yes, I don't need yes. to enforce this. Yes. I just need to know that you thought, this will work. This will work. That's so good. But that's your thing right then. All you wanted to know, Why who bugs? does that? Why bugs? Yes. Is it because he dressed up like a girl and that confused you sexually? Mm-hmm. And he kind of wanted it? You're mad. You're mad. You're like, but you're mad at you. One of my, you made me gay for bunnies? Don't do this to me, gay man. for bunnies now? Don't do this to I'm me. I'm going to go to Six Flags. I'm going to find this. I know. I'm just goodwill hunting. I'm the guy. And you're confronting. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Is that why? <laughs> Don't do this because to me. Because his little cotton tail Don't do out from that me, skirt? Don't do this. I can't do this. To get what's a little bit lower Don't than that. Don't you do this, man. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> Give me that carrot. Mm-hmm. And then you fuck him with it. <laughs> Don't. Or he fucks you with it. Whatever you Whoever, both consent whatever you, to. There it is. Whatever you both God, I love when to. someone beats me across the finish line. 
Is that what you were going to say? Yes, when I beat you with Bill Murray, doesn't it feel good? It makes you feel alive. Well, when you beat me to Cheesecake Factory, I think I said it just remembering it fondly four times this episode. Because it makes you feel alive. It makes me feel like, look, man, the bad feeling is Sandra Bullock floating through space. Yes, we talked about it. Connected to nothing Mm -hmm. in the movie Gravity. The good feeling is Sandra Bullock going through space, connected to nothing. She looks to her left, and there's another person going, Hey, you ever notice these suits if you fart in them? Like you smell it, but it smells more like the suit than the fart. But it's like the fart kind of projected the smell of the suit. And then you start laughing. And next thing you know, you forget that you're floating in infinity. But you know she did that. People will hear this when they listen to Pen Did she shit herself? No. They'll hear this. We talked about someone. When I watched the movie Gravity and she took her suit off and I was like, how she didn't shit herself. Oh my God. She's wearing like sexy panties. You just wear sexy panties. Not even voluntary. You shit so hard they went down. Right. 100%. 100%. You're naked now. We are, yeah. It and they ripped, shoe. and you have one ripped pair of yep. shit-filled panties on your left right. foot. And you, who cares your life? That's the only one I would who take. Who cares your life? She takes it off, and she looks great. Right. At least be drenched in piss. 100%. Who took all the time to make sure the satellites looked right, but didn't drench that woman in piss? I do you think you But that's the thing. is like we, The audience can't handle it. Oh, that movie... The walkout, if she took off her suit. That's all they... And it was sagging with, like, light brown Like, have you been shit? punched? Never. Punch, punched. Never. Have you punched? No. Movies, it's like, I've seen, boom, and I'm like, that That person's going to the hospital. There's yeah. no... But we make people think a, a punch is fine. Like, because we can't really show you. By Same thing with way, her. We can't show the audience. She comes out of that, it's vomit. You it's just every... pulled a thought right out of my head, is like, in movies, people be punching. Yeah. And, and I'm talking... Like, Boom, it's like, like right on the ocular bone, which that's right. is easy to break. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Any punch, any kick. You are not you are spitting. Trust me. No. You're going, I have a bit about this. In movies, whenever you get stabbed or shot, they're always like, they're in shock. They're like, mm-hmm. what? What did you do? You fall. You're not doing that. You're on the ground dying. 1917. Great movie. But it's that. Yeah. You're just done. You're just done. You're just done. And we know. You don't get you're... to be like, what the fuck is your problem, Richard? <laughs> I'm dying, man. Yeah. <laughs> is that Scream Departed? No. Oh, that fucking hurt. Yeah. yeah. Lillard. Sorry, little Angel. But like. Little Angel. Yeah. I, just, I think he's so great. But what, what we were saying. We were saying. Fuck, uh, we were saying. Laughing as hard as you can. But nah, that's okay. Fuck him with a carrot. Bill it's Murray, okay. you beat me to it. Okay. Don't you like it when someone beats you to it? <sighs> Yeah, uh, okay. we're floating in gravity. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Look at you, you fucking index. I'll I'll be nominated for a pop. You, we were talking about this on Pen Pals. People will listen to when your episode airs. When I don't even know when this airs. Don't you love that part of the show? When's this air? Um, when's this drop? But uh, whatever it is, they'll listen to yours if they haven't already. And we talked about people losing their partner. And you brought up gravity. No one listening to this podcast needs more me. But keep going. <laughs> if they're this far, I disagree. Um, and you talked about gravity and you, it, it came into my head then, and now you talked about it today and it came into my head again is what she does do floating life uh, without connection. Yeah. Is she creates that connection, right? Clooney's back in the fantasy. Right. Yeah. But that's my grandma still talks to my grandpa. Right. They, they do. They, they, they do that. That person, they put them back in cause you can't just float. Now, maybe you find someone new at the nursing uh, home. Yeah, I'd go ahead. Yeah, like your pen pal. 
Oh, I'd go but ahead you, and say that's what the whole thing is. God was floating in infinite nothingness and was like, well, forget this. Mm-hmm. And like a cell, clues are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Ever see a cell split into two? Right. There's the whole thing. Bloop. Yep. Yep. And then Prometheus. we blooped so many times right. that we forgot that we used to be one bloop and we still kind of are one bloop. Right. We also have the audacity to think that he just tried this once. Right. Who wants one friend? That's right. Like, come on. Come on. Get real. Come you need on. a bunch of Clooney's mixing them. Imagine the Clooney on a different planet. Like, what's their Clooney? Yeah. What's our Clooney? Probably Clooney, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what were you going to say? That's it. Then That's what I was going to say. The, 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 the floating without anything, Grandma she creates Grandma. a connection. That's right. And they still do that. They, uh, they, that you ever hear a little volleyball called Wilson? Oh my god! I just watched it last it's a week. Creation myth. Love it. It's God. Have you ever? Do you fantasize that? What? I'll ask Katie. Do you fantasize that? Just Being like, alone on an island. You got you. You have. It doesn't have to be four years. Spoiler alert. But you. <laughs> he gets off. You. You. You got to figure it out. Find your time. Find what you miss. Yeah. Find what gets you through. Find out how to live. Yeah. Face death. There's a big, big... I, if you could see the non-shooting script for that movie, I guarantee the two of you, I have no proof of this, I guarantee you there is a big, dark part of the second act of that movie where he wants to kill himself. And they, but they allude to it. And he uh, talks about it. And did you notice he also lies? Because he pulls the rope up and the mannequin he created is there. Yeah. But when he tells his, for, his co-worker, former co-worker later on, he says it snapped and went down and broke. But it didn't. He pulled it up. Oh, interesting. He pulled it up. Oh, yeah. That's because he was like, it wouldn't have worked, but it, but it did worked. work. And then he decided not to. Right. Interesting. Um, and I, that, so I don't believe that Zemecki didn't shoot that, that yeah. sequence. You're on the island. Shoot it. Right. You got Tom Hanks But I, I, I fantasize about that. Where Being you alone? strip it all down. Yeah, sure. Val was talking about a death doula that like walks you through these like death meditations and they're like, picture your favorite place. Now picture you'll never see it again. And I was trying to think about what my favorite place was. And the first thought I had was the hermitage at Ramdas's house, which is where I was alone. Yeah. And I was like, how long? Weird choice. Maybe it's not a weird choice. How but, long like, were you alone? It wasn't that long. It was like a week. So that's a time. But I got to see him every other day. Mm. So it wasn't like completely have you, alone. Have you watched the show alone? No. Have you, Katie? I played the game. Do you know it? No. What is Two it? seasons are on Netflix. It is, I guess, technically a game show, but there's no gameness to it. There's no host. There's no conniving. They take 10 people who are survivalists. They're not nude with a butter yeah. knife. They are survivalists. <laughs> they take 10 items in one personal photo. They get sent out to many seasons have happened on Vancouver Island. A couple have happened up in the Arctic, way northern Canada. And you are put in your own five square mile radius. And you just go until there's one of you left. And they, they, each episode opens with like how many days it's been and how many people are left. Every once in a while, they'll give you the time. Wait, where, what's happening to the people? They just survive. Yeah, but they why are there less people? Because people leave. Well, injury. Okay. Uh, they do medical checks as it goes on longer and longer because they just need to see if you are starving yourself. Yeah. Uh, and you can be pulled for that reason. Or uh, if you get frostbite, you know, something like that, you get pulled. And then for a lot of people, they pick up the sat phone and they say, I'm officially tapping out. Because it's not called surviving. It's called alone. And, and people, you really, there are people, 
You win. If you're the last person, you get five hundred thousand dollars. And guess what? They do. You know, towards the end, they they every three days or something, they do a medical checks on you. And there's no film crew. You go for two weeks. They train you how to film. And I bet you they say the longer you're in. The, the more episodes you're in, the more we pay you. I'm sure there's some rate, right? And they also say, we probably pay you, they probably bonus the people out by how much airtime they actually get. So they say, the more you film of yourself, the more likely you are going to be on TV, the more money you're going to get paid no matter how long you're here. Right. And so they all get very good at good GoPros and all yeah. that stuff. So they're all, there's no one. There's no, there's no. You know what my first question was. The crew is there. Yes, yeah. there's none. And if it's beautiful television, because at the end, if you're the last person, when you wake up every morning, you don't know if there's eight other people, six other people, two. They'll do a medical check on you. And when you are not paying attention, who you have identified as one of the most important people in your life, they've brought to the island. And that's how you find out you won and you're the last one. You want to talk about beautiful TV. Somebody who hasn't seen their kid in 80 days. Haven't seen anybody other than this random medical people for 15 days. And they're not hugging you. The medical people aren't nice. They show sometimes when they show up. Yeah. It's very in and out. That's how I felt about my COVID testers when I was in quarantine, but that was only two, yeah. two weeks. Yes, right? But they'd come and test me. I'd be yeah. like, hey, hey, what are you guys up to? Good day? Hi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so people end up, they get to knowing like, man, I've been here 64 days. There's probably only maybe three people. I've got a one in three chance at 500,000, maybe. Still, I, even if everybody's here, I have a one in 10 chance. But I just want to see my kid. Yeah, I'll get out of there. I, that isn't worth, that's worth 10, 10 times $500,000. It's called Alone, and it's very meditative. But it's only two seasons. No, it's like seven. Two are on oh, Netflix. Uh, All of them are on Hulu. Okay. And but you just prefer Netflix? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. You're my brother. <laughs> yeah. I got a Roku. Like, uh, oh. I don't, it seems faster. It's faster at. But like, <laughs> I'm the impatient guy who watches Alone. Uh, I will critique Hulu. Have you had this? It's like, uh, I want to watch the movie All the President's Men. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and the Apple TV will be like, how to watch it? Uh, you can download it. I don't want to pay for it. And then open in Hulu. Open in Hulu. It shows you the logo. It's there. But the only options are add to watch list. Really? Or there is no well, other option. Oh, I, oh, oh, free with live. Yes. Yeah. And you got to sign up for their 50, $60, $60 a month flight TV. But there is no worse app right now. And God, if they can then give Hulu me a special, Live? if they'd like, no, then HBO Max. HBO really? Max crashes more than any other. It's a it's a joke for me in my. That's apartment. actually a promo for my show. Really? Every time it crashes, it's there it is. Ooh, Crash Town, Crash Town, dude! Can't wait for the next season. Uh, I've never had a crash. What are you watching it on? How's that Wi-Fi? What are, you, what, what are you what are you what your Apple Apple TV. Yeah, yeah I wonder if it's because I'm watching it through a, a PlayStation 4 <laughs> I'm watching it on a can of tuna and a wire <laughs> yeah but we try hard <laughs> but alone it makes me want to go out and just I think I'm craving time alone and I think yeah but you have no wife no you have but no I, kids but, no but go, it's uh, go sleep in the woods yeah <laughs> you, you're not you, you made yourself laugh but I, and now I've gotten Roy to do it as well, like there are survivalist excursions that you can do here in Southern California. I don't think you are alone. Oh, I have one. But It's called the 405. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come in here with your car and the 405. <laughs> but it's just, you know. You're going to do it? It's just, yeah, I, yeah, I think I would, I, wouldn't, I, I would do as much as two weeks. I don't think I should start out at more than four or five days. Yeah. Cause, no. But I just want to learn, too. That's the other thing. How to survive? I don't, I, yes. Build shelter. 
start a fire. Figuring out which mushrooms are edible, that's like a three-week course. Big, like big, big. three-week course. Big. And guess what? Trap an animal. Like, yeah. that's, that, that's beauty in it, too, right? I, I, uh, I, I am not vegetarian, but I try to consciously eat. Sure. And um, you see someone, I will full, get, if you're mad, get to me to, to the mad. end of this. Not you, but even anybody. I will see someone, whether it's a rabbit or a squirrel or a, even a larger animal or even a fish, and they catch this and it's going to provide for them for a few more days. And they are overcome with emotion, right? The gratitude of what the world has, the earth, nature has provided for them. And they have provided for themselves. And it is, it is beautiful. I still say, yes, but if you hadn't signed up for a TV show, that rabbit would still be alive. So, yes, you needed it to live. Great. But you, 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 yeah, it, you put yourself in this scenario willingly to then kill this animal. So it's not a hundred percent guilt free, is my point. I hear that, but you live here and then you go to the store and eat an animal. Okay, someone yep. else killed. Yep. Really? You woke up. Isn't it weird when you wake up to animals? I know you probably want to rap. You already said that. I don't want to rap. But you you wake up to animals when you just go, "Hey, we don't need a tiger at a gas station." <laughs> and there are people you will say this to in this world who will shut the fuck up. It's a fuck. You know how much they love that tiger? I'm like, yeah, but no... What tiger at a gas station? Oh, there's a tiger at a gas station in Louisiana. And a camel. Those animals, I don't care how much you fucking love it. No animal outside of a domesticated dog or cat, and there are people who would even maybe argue with me on that, Sure, was ever meant to live anywhere other than where they've always fucking been. <laughs> That's a great premise. But right? Yeah. Like, I used to do, and I, somebody I'll bring it back. It was my very first set. I used to do a thing about zoos where I was like, people in Cincinnati, and all of us, but just them specifically, were too fucking dumb to believe in platypuses. So we created zoos so that these fucking morons could come down and see it's real. There is a horse that's black and white with stripes. But, right. but you know where the zoo is now? In your fucking pocket on your phone. If, and travel is advanced so fucking much. If you need to believe that much in fucking person, then go there. But you going to the zoo and looking at a lion is the biggest fucking bullshit narcissistic flex in the world. And newsflash, you haven't seen a lion. You thought you saw one and maybe somebody talked to you about the time it roared when they were there, but you didn't see the fucking lion. Go to Africa. It's a shadow of a lion. And see a lion. And tell me if it felt the same as a zoo. It didn't. It's like breasts in strip clubs. You didn't see boobs. That's where they're supposed to be out. Now, you tell me you walked by the bar on a Tuesday and some dude or woman just happened to have their shirt off. You saw something. That's brilliant. I really think that's brilliant. I was walking down Vermont here in Los Angeles, and there's a burlesque place. They do burlesque sometimes. It's not like Mm -hmm. 24 hours burlesque. And I just turned my head. I was walking Brody. I turned my head, and I saw a naked woman... She, I, I'm pretty sure yeah, she was part yeah, of the yeah. show, but it was sort of like the backstage area. Yeah. More thrilling, yes. <laughs> and she didn't seem to care because it, this was a public place. But it was like, you know, I could have written a poem about it or something. <laughs> Can I? But I've been to, a, I, I've not been to a lot of strip clubs, but I've been to some strip clubs because of uh, the lifestyle. Yes, uh, Montreal and all that. Yes, people going. Or Portland, or Portland, Portland. I my first Bridgetown. The, the the this nice uh, I believe she identified as a woman picks me up and uh, she goes are you gonna go stir, stir a strip club I'm not a strip club fan I hate the fakeness of it I remember I was once to a strip club and I, I said to somebody I go I just want to walk up to that guy and go she doesn't like you yeah like she isn't she, you're paying her and someone said to me this is what you're talking about so when someone goes well look over here I do that with waiters by the and way. I said they yeah. don't like serving right I'm just kidding. no true and I said and they said to me they go 
yeah, but you might go up to that guy and go, she doesn't like you. And he'll go, I know, but she's nice to me. And people aren't nice to me. And yeah, I got to give her some money for her time, but yeah. she doesn't have to be that nice. And I would go, oh my God, you're fucking right. Okay, fine. Whatever. It's what Jack Kornfield said. I was like, oh, I'm, I feel, he's a Buddhist teacher. And I was like, I feel conflicted about pornography. Or I was talking about getting our needs met by things that don't love us, which, yeah. which I do think is a big problem. And that goes back to the electric blanket thing. That was the punchline to that thing that I never finished, is having your needs met by something that doesn't love you can be corrosive to your mm-hmm. soul. Mm-hmm. And, and Jack just goes, yeah, but people are lonely. And I was like, shit. Yep. He caught me. Yeah. Being a little bit holier than them. And, and me, judging that guy. Yeah, exactly. What if I go up and, and I, what if I ruin his world? And he goes, wait, what? <laughs> that too right that's horrible but it's also horrible to me when he goes and then you I find know. out they were dating yeah i know she doesn't love me. i know she doesn't you know what i mean and i, I and so i said to her, i was like i'm not much of a strip club guy and, he, and, and this, this this person in portland was like oh no you have to like some of the most fun restaurants are uh strip it's clubs. true and they're like oh so as you were saying yes contextually you've been around you've been to montreal you've been in a strip club before yeah never uh never once been even close to any movement in my groin region and even if there was, that's the best case scenario, right? <laughs> you leave there and you're like, well, what do you guys want to get wings? That's funny. Like it doesn't, the best case scenario is a letdown. The best case scenario is blue balls. Although or some you, guys or are you paying in their shit. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's never been my thing. And then I can't tell a masseuse to lighten up on the pressure. I'm not going to go like, what's the rate for an <laughs> off menu handy? Mm-hmm. Also, I don't want one. Right. I really you know don't. Why I'm I don't? not trying to be a good guy. No. It's not real. No. She doesn't like me. I turned down a hand She doesn't like me. She doesn't even like me. Yeah, that's right. And uh, sex trafficking is a real fucking thing. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. But really, am I solving the problem by declining the handy? I should Indiana Jones them out of there and we're back to Liam Neeson. I was getting a massage. I had a conflict. Of cri- I had a crisis of conflict. What is it? Of conscience. Yeah. And I freed everybody, not just my daughter. Because really, if you look at that movie, I freed my daughter. Right. But there were like 50 other girls there. Not my problem. I left them. Not my problem. I only care about my daughter. Right. Really, am I a hero? Which is why I, I was right there. Which is why I'm always <laughs> a little happy in a jailbreak movie where they open all the cages. Open all the cages, of course. Yes. I think that could be a bit if I was... I don't care enough to write that down, what? but I feel like I could. Oh, he that left word. everybody? That he got his daughter back, but he left all the other girls? Right. By virtue of not getting them. All right, now I do want to wrap up because okay. I got to help with putting Leela down. Okay. Well, I want to help is actually the truth. I am a good guy. Good. I was raised right. You know all you have to do, in my opinion? Well, never mind. I take Tell me. Back. It's not all you have to do. Tell me. But the, the first step of being a good guy or good person, good Hit woman. It. Hit good, it. Good, Hit it. good you. Just give a fuck care right caring is That's, good you gotta got you can't you're not getting in the house if you can't walk through that door you That's just what james corden told me uh on this podcast he was like will smith tom cruise all those high functioning great people he's like when you're with them you think you're the only person in the world mm-hmm. they lock on and they care mm-hmm. and i think they've figured something out those guys you don't think that's natural because if you I figured it out do you do it because you they've told you so you figured it out yeah, I think they probably have to work at it because I can't do it every time. Yeah. I'm barely doing it now. I want to that. wrap up. Okay. <laughs> no, no, we'll no, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. No, I it's like, irrelevant. If I was well, really, just, this just, is by the way, gabbing. though, this is, this is showbiz bullshit, though, because if I'm Tom Cruise or I'm Will Smith and I'm not taking anything away from either of those people, 
I can be completely locked in. And I've been on press tours where I'm like this. I'm the guy on the podcast. I want to keep going. I want to keep going. That's what a publicist does. They tap someone else's publicist. They give you a signal. I get to walk. I never look like I wasn't 100% there. By the way, I also get to be 100% there because I know someone else is watching my time. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason. No, that's And good. Katie, your body language is wonderful. There's nothing about Katie that says I want to get out of here. For some reason, I'm like, I feel like Katie's got to get out of here. Well, let's wrap. There's no, you own the show. We could no, do this whenever you want again. I just was aware 10 minutes in that I would talk to you forever. And if it was Tony or if it was Aristotle, would go till nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Because fuck those guys. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Love I like Aristotle. both of them, but there's something about Katie. I don't know Tony, but I love Aristotle. I know. Something about Katie. That I just want to do her a solid. Let's do it. All right. Okay. We got your laugh story. Mm-hmm. We're out of here. You were a great guest. You were a great host. And a great guest. No one's ever said that. And I liked it. Thanks, buddy. I feel great. Me I too. love this chip. Yeah. We got weird. We did. All right. Okay. Say... Would you please? Yeah. It's keep it crispy on the third beep. You come in here and you want me to say this. Keep it crispy. (laughs) You still did it. You still nailed it on the third. (laughs) I was scared.